Welcome to the Weekend Live Show. We run down the biggest stories of the week with you every Saturday night. Let us know in the comments right now. Where are you repping? Marshfield, New Bedford, Brockton, Malden, Tucsonville, Manchester, Kirkies in the Hampton, Hubbardstown, Quincy, Hudson, Dargaard, Hampton, Conway, New Hampshire, Garden City, Agawam, Mount Poison, Portland, Pittsburgh, Lake City, Los Angeles. You don't want to mess with cheddar in this cabbie that you can't in the ambulance. You have a job? What do you do? I you lived, I'd come to your house, I'd sit outside, roast marshmallows right in your fucking yard. Alright, let's get this party started, shall we? Yo, what's up, Turtle Riders? How's everyone doing tonight? Good, good, excellent. Welcome to the live show, ladies and gentlemen. I am your fearless host. They call me a variety of things around here. The old school turtle riders, they call me Uncle Turtle Boy. Uh, people call me Clarence. People call me Aiden. You can call me Dr. Turtle Boy. That's my Twitter handle, at Dr. Turtle Boy, because if Jill Biden's a doctor, then I'm definitely a doctor. Or you can just call me Turtle Boy. That's really my preferred pronoun is Turtle Boy. So whatever you want to do, it's all good in the hood. But uh, as long as you are here every Tuesday and Saturday night at 9 p.m., that is the important part. And make sure you've smashed that subscribe button, folks, because like I said, we do this every Tuesday and Thursday and Saturday night, but we also do a lot of impromptu lives. Like um, I go to court a lot. We do some kind of like rebel journalism. You never know where we're going to show up. I got a couple plans. We're going to be showing up in Bill Ricker real soon. Maynard is on the list. So you never know where we're going to show up. So you're going to want to hit that notification bell to make sure you get notified every time we do an impromptu live. And make sure you smash that subscribe button. We're getting pretty close to 25,000. Although, to be honest, like I don't really give a shit that much about uh, YouTube anymore because like, I don't think YouTube is the future. Eventually, we're going to be kicked off this platform. It's owned by Google. I have no doubt about that. So I'm just not... Basically, what I'm telling you to do is go over to Rumble right now. We're streaming on Rumble right now. Boom, there's a link right there. Make sure you guys create a Rumble account if you haven't already and subscribe to the channel. Rumble is the future of videos on the internet. It basically has all the capacities that YouTube had when we had that one week suspension over bullshit. We were able to stream no problem on Rumble. They got super chats up there. Everything's all good in the hood. So make sure you create an account. They don't take anything down. It's dope. So make sure you guys are following that, uh, subscribing to that if you like free speech. Eventually, we want to move it all over there. Fuck YouTube. I just hate giving business to people that are censorious and hate us and don't want us on here and make you feel like you're like, you know, the abused stepchild who keeps coming back. Like, please let me stay on your platform. Please let me do it. Eh. At some at some point, you have to have a little pride and just say, you know what? I'm sick of being treated like crap by you and I'm going to go elsewhere. So I'm going to go to Rumble. So make sure you guys are doing that. We're streaming on it right now. Okay, I've also shared the link to the various social media pages that we run. Follow us on Facebook. Clarence Woods Emerson is my personal account. It's got like 30,000 followers. Also, the Turtle Boy page. We just lost the page with 40,000. What else is new? The new page is almost up to like 8,000. So go like that new page. Uh, like I said, at Dr. Turtle Boy on Twitter. Getting close to 30,000 turtle riders on there. Go follow. It's hot shit. or fod fire on Twitter right now. On Instagram, we are at turtle boy underscore daily underscore news and on tiktok believe it or not i'm never gonna do tiktok i'm not i hate tiktok i refuse to let the chinese spy on me but 
TikTok is where a lot of people are. And so my social media people have created a TikTok for me. And lo and behold, like within a week, it already had more followers than Facebook. Like everyone's on TikTok. I think we got like 13,000 TikTok followers. Our videos are getting half a million freaking views for some reason. So if you're one of those people who's on TikTok, I will never use it. I will not be the one posting shit on there ever. But if you like to follow our content, it is being posted on there. So go, you might as well. Uh, I'm not a TikToker, okay? They, they keep saying that. I, I will never be a TikToker. I hate TikTok. I'm not doing it ever. Also, if you guys like the program and want to donate, you can't do it because there's no super chat because we had the wrong opinions about President Dementia's climax mandate. It rhymes with climax. Uh, oh, fuck it. We're demonetized anyway. The vaccine. We, we didn't like the vaccine mandate. So we got demonetized for that. So you can't even, if you want to give us your money, you can't. For some reason, like that's, we're so bad that you can't even give us money. Even, even if you want to, but it's not a problem because they take 40% now I'm being told, which is insane. So we just built our own super chat. It's called turtle chat. If you click at the link at the top of the stream, there's a thing that should be at the link. Is there a link at the top? Let me make sure. Yeah, it's, 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 it's pinned to the top. If you click on that, uh, you can, it brings you to a form. You can donate whatever amount of money you want and you get to write a message. I will get an email notification that I've just received the donation and I will read the donation aloud. So it basically has the same effect as a super chat, except Google's not taking 40% and we're kind of beating the system. So you can go ahead and do that uh, if you guys would like to donate. Now, here's the deal. I do have a freestyle plan for the end. We haven't had a freestyle in a bit. It's dedicated to Eliza Blue. I was like, there's so many, I mean, I got, we got three things on the agenda tonight. Eliza Blue, Monica, and Tony Branch. I've already done freestyles roasting Monica and Tony Branch. I haven't roasted Eliza Blue yet, so I need to roast her. So if we can raise $200 in the donos tonight, then we can unlock the freestyle. Again, you can donate right by clicking that. Uh, it, you can also do, like I said, uh, Cash App. My Cash App is dollar sign Uncle Turtle Boy. On the Cash App, I will get an, a notification out of my phone uh, that... Uh, you have donated and I'll read that off as well. If you send a message with that. So yeah, uh, that's the best way to do it, but it's good. It's jaw rule. I've never done a jaw rule song before. Baby put it on me. So check it out. It's going to be good. You're going to like this one. So if we can get $200 in the donos, that would be very, very cool. Okay. All right. Let me make sure we got everything here. Okay. Let's just jump right into it. So if you watched turtle club the other night, or if you, uh, you know, read the blog we did the other day, a four year, I, I won, I won, in, I won again in court guys. Shocker of the century, right? I won again in court. I beat Tony branch. Uh, for those of you unfamiliar with uh, Bishop Tony branches, he calls himself and other people have started calling him too. about in 2016, a blog was published on the old website, turtleboysports.com. Stop calling it turtle boy sports, by the way, it's turtle boy daily news. We've rebranded. So that a blog was published on there by this is back when i had a whole bunch of bloggers by i don't even know i have no clue i think it was a guy i called him brockton turtle boy at the time i haven't, I haven't talked to him in years and i don't even know his name it was all anonymous so he called tony he's more familiar with like brockton politics and stuff and apparently tony branch is like some sort of bishop that he calls himself and he's like a political leader too and he was involved in something they wanted. Something was racist at the high school. I forget all the details, but he was in the newspaper and the blogger called him a fake bishop. Jokingly, like this guy's like a fake bishop, like this guy's bullshit, like Al Sharpton's a fake bishop, you know, like that. And Tony 
waited three years to the date the blog was published on Dasumi, which is the exact same time the statute of limitation passes. And so I got notified by a, in 2019 that I'm being sued. And I'm like, my first question is, who the hell's Tony Branch? I never heard of this guy before. I'm like, I, I didn't, I've never written about him. I don't even know who this guy is. Well, as it turns out, he is a, a psychopath. That's what he is. He has sued a lot of people. He sued his, uh, he sued the Department of Revenue because he owed child support and they took his license away. They wouldn't let him renew his license. So uh, he sued the, uh, he sued DCF. He lost. Like he appeals every time he loses. He sued this guy named Antonio Harris, who was his ex-wife's boss at the Massachusetts Commission for the Blind, because he said that Tony Antonio Harris fucked his wife. And then Branch stalked him and threatened him. And Antonio Harris got a restraining order on him. And Tony said that getting the restraining order was defamation because it hurt his having an order like that on him was bad for his whatever. It's insane. But as it turns out, it was all made up anyway. The guy didn't actually fuck his wife. It was all part of a scam. He told his, I talked to his ex-wife, Evelyn. She told me, oh, Tony just, he came up to his wife and he's like, we're going to pull a Monica Lewinsky here. This is a scam he was going to pull. It's say your boss, say your boss sexually harassed you. And then you felt pressure to have sex with him. And then we're going to sue. And she's like, I'm not doing that. So he's like, fuck it. I'll just accuse you of cheating on me then. And then he sued. Uh, so that he's a piece of shit. Now, somehow this guy has gotten onto the, he's a smooth talker and he's gotten onto the Brockton diversity commission, the citizens commission, the Cape Verde and all these freaking commissions. He's also the first ever person of color to chair the Southeastern regional school committee, or at least he was until turtle boy came along because after he sued me, we started digging up his past and finding out a lot of shit about this guy. And it turns out that he actually is a fake Bishop. He's not really a Bishop. It's completely made up. He just started, he's admitted that people just call him that and he doesn't correct him because he likes, it's like when people call me Dr. Turtle boy, it's just like, well, I guess I'm not really a doctor, but you can call me that if you want. I'm about as much of a doctor as Tony is a Bishop. Put it that way. So Tony decides that he's going to, um, so anyway, so I've, I also found out that not only uh, was he not a real Bishop, he's also a pedophile. He had sex with his ex-wife, Evelyn, when she was 15 years old. We got the probate court docs on the kitchen floor. He was dating the aunt, like the, uh, like some, he was there at his girlfriend's house and he banged this child who was there. She lost her virginity and she had to clean up her own blood off the kitchen floor. It's really graphic shit. Horrible, horrible shit. The guy's a monster manipulator. Emotionally abused her for years until she finally had enough and left. And then he got a new girlfriend. And we're going to bring her on in a moment. We're just going to call her Jane Doe. I'm going to bring this blog up over here. I don't know if you guys remember this blog. Now, when I first put the blog out, I used the woman's like real name. Okay. And so that's, and so she's finding this now. She Google, I, I couldn't find her before. She doesn't live in Massachusetts. So I, cause she wants nothing to do with Tony. Wanted to like get the fuck away from him. He's abusive. So, uh, I wrote, she ended up, she Googles herself once in a while, I guess. And she found this blog. And now this is written almost a year ago. And so she contacts me and she's like, can you take me out? No problem. No problem. My bad. I mean, it was public court documents. So I didn't, I don't know. It's like, I just, for all I know, she's not even alive. I don't know. But no problem. Anybody wants that information out there? I get it. You're a victim. I get it. I get it. So I took her out. But 
So this guy, so this is, um, we're just going to call her Jane Doe for tonight. There she is. And she, she is 30 years younger than Tony Branch. 30 years younger. They met on a dating app. I believe she was like 21, 22, and he was about 50. He told her that his name was Tony Shabazz and that he was 35 years old because this is what Tony does. And he, he has a certain type. This woman also comes from a background like Evelyn. She'll tell her story tonight, but uh, that is um, not stable. Let's just put it that way. And so when you have a family life like that, it's easier to manipulate people like that because they don't have that, that support to fall back on, if that makes sense. Like he, he knows what he's doing. He preys on vulnerable women. And when Tony was arrested in 2000 and I believe it was 15, they, they only dated for a few months. She had a seven month old baby. He moved in with her and she moved in with him into the wife's, the marital house that Tony is now squatting in. He's been evicted from since 2018. She moves in there for a few months and uh, there's a lot of incidents there. And like, I'll just go through this real quick. Uh, there, uh, let's see on June 9th, Brockton police responded to his house after a caller said that there were people arguing and yelling inside the house on June 11th. His ex-wife began to worry when she had not heard from Jane Doe and had DCF do a wellness check. According to the call log, Branch was abusive to Jane Doe and there was a high probability that Jane Doe would need to be removed for her safety. This incident was in the uh, Brockton Enterprise in 2017 because Branch was running for city council and when the cops came, let me just read this to you. A candidate in this year's election in Brockton is facing a firearms charge and is dealing with a lien on his property for failing to pay more than $40,000 in federal taxes. This guy has declared bankruptcy before. He owes over $100,000 to various creditors and all that. Like he's the complete piece of shit. And he was running a major school department before. And he was a pedophile and he, an abuser before I found out about him. And then I, and then I completely destroyed him as I should have, because he has no business running the school department. And that's what I do. I take shitty fucking people who are in positions of power and I expose the shit out of them. Don't matter your color or race, nothing. If you are a piece of shit, like Tony branches. And again, Tony branch, I would not even have known any of this stuff. If he didn't sue me, like this moron brought this all on himself. So. Let me read this. Tony Branch, 51, is due back in Brockton District Court on August 3rd for a motion to suppress on charges of violating an abuse prevention order. And because, oh, yeah, by the way, Evelyn Wiggins had an abuse prevention order on him. So did uh, his, his new ex is going to get one on him. And his kids got one on him. His own daughter's got one on him. So everybody, this guy's just a complete animal. And he goes, um, violate charges of violating an abuse and prevention order and possessing ammunition without a firearms identification card. So they, they found ammunition in the house who turned it in the girlfriend only now ex-girlfriend. So Tony branch made it seem like this is just a child custody battle dispute. This is messy and blah, blah, blah. He just shames these people. This is what he wrote. Um, let's see. So this is about the, the, the new girlfriend. It says, the Jane Doe obtained an abuse prevention order against him on June 25th, on June 12th, 2015. On June 13th, 2015, a picture of him with her was posted on his Facebook page almost to like taunt her. 
according to Jane Doe, branched through a printer down a flight of stairs. Let me read this to you. This is what she writes. Bitter baby mother never. He's not the father of my child. When he decided to throw a printer down a flight of stairs and behind me, grab the steering wheel while driving on the highway with my then month old child, lie about everything, including age, track down my bio mother and pay for her information about me, threatening my adoptive family, hack all my accounts, steal my credit cards and max them all out and get upset for trying to plant ammunition on me in my personal belongings once trying to leave. He locked me in the home with a double lock in, which you needed a key to open from the inside. Karma has a way of catching up to you, to your ass, and I hope to get what you deserve. And let's not fail to mention you drugged me, so fuck off. So that's not good. This guy's a complete animal. Now, I would have loved to talk to this woman. This woman messages him. This is a text message she sent him. Said, excuse me, my fucking ass. He, she texted him. He goes, I will be getting a restraining order against you. Excuse me. Who is this? Excuse me. My fucking ass. Are you done trying to make my life a living hell? Cause yours is so fucked up. And I told the truth, huh? Are you, because I'm sick of you. You're fucking shit. My trigger. You just, you just can't leave my, leave me the fuck alone. If your life depended on it, you just have to spark up trouble. Stupid sack of shit. And then he responds. He goes, this is your only warning before I press criminal charges. You are a theft, pathological liar, prostitute, stripper, threesome, and unstable cocaine-sniffing, alcohol-drinking demon. God reveals there nothing but death and destruction for what you touch. Who in their right mind would be looking for the likes of you? Surely not I. Don't contact me again. So this is just what a complete piece of shit this guy is. So we're going to bring up his ex-girlfriend uh, right now. And she's going to talk about this. This is the first time we've ever had anyone who's personally known Tony on the show before. So now that we've, uh, it's funny because she reached out to me the day before this lawsuit got dismissed. And Tony is talking shit on Twitter. Where do you see what he posted? Anyway. Hello, Jane. How you doing? Hey, how are you? Thank you. Thank you for joining us. Okay, so we're going to clear the record for one thing for sure, two things for certain. I am not his ex-girlfriend. I oh, will never be his ex-girlfriend. I was nothing to that man, respectfully. Um, oh. Yeah, so I hate that everybody keeps saying ex-girlfriend. No, I'm not that. Or wife, as he likes to tell the world. No, I was never your wife. I'm not married, and I'm nobody's ex. Okay, well, thank you for clearing that up. <laughs> So, yeah, well, tell me about your experience with Tony. So, uh, you found the blog because you Googled your name, obviously. And at first, you sounded like you were a little hesitant to come on because you sounded like you were a little scared of him. But then you kind of changed your mind. Um, I wouldn't really more so say scared of him. It's just more so like I've overcome so much in the, where my career is at. He has the gift of gab to ruin someone's career. So, I would hate for that to be like my life. And I have to relive uh, the drama. So it's not really more so scared. It's just protecting everything that I had to rebuild. Okay. So you were telling me a story the other day, and maybe you can clarify this. The incident, you were driving on the highway one time, and I believe it was raining, and, and your baby was in the back seat, and Tony was in the passenger seat. And, and what happened? Um, so, like, yeah, like I was telling you, we basically were driving on the highway, and out of nowhere, he, like, punched me in my face. Like, just literally punched me. Just punched you in the face while you were driving on the highway. Yeah. And the car, like, hydroplanes. And um, I'm looking in the mirror. And I'm like, oh, shit. All the cars are falling back. Because, you know, it's like, it's a big highway. 
And um, we finally pull over and a cop came and he basically told the cop that I was trying to unalive myself, him and my child. So he said that you were suicidal. Yeah, pretty much. Okay. And, and, and as a result of that, did you tell the police what actually happened or they just didn't believe you? They just didn't believe me. Okay. Well, that sucks. Sorry to hear that. Um, and so, cause, because again, this guy, and that's why he chose people like you is because his standing in the community as like this religious leader and this, uh, person of, uh, you know, he's on the school committee and he's got all these accolades and shit like that. He's, I mean, look at this guy, Tony branch. Look at this. It's like, what a con artist. Oh my goodness. Uh, and so he, that he does that because in he's like you said, he's got the gift of gab yes. and he can make himself seem like he's some sort of legitimate leader. Like he, he's, there's pictures of him with the mayor of Brockton. He's still on the diversity committee. He just got freaking reelected despite being a pedophile. It's insane. So clearly he has the gift of gab in that regard. And he goes after people like you, in my opinion, is because you're less credible. You know what I mean? You're the young girl with the seven month old baby. Uh, and he can just be like this, you know, this young lady's on crack cocaine. I don't know. Right. I'm trying to keep her down. You know, <laughs> like, like she's pulling that whole thing. I'm, I'm trying to put God in her and, and we're going to try to clean her up, but she's too crazy. That's, that's right. what he's going for with you. And so that's what, the crazy part. Right. Like I've never done drugs. I do not do drugs and I do not drink. So, and what was it like living with Tony Branch? You were only there for what? How many months? Give or take like three, two. Um, it was very weird. Like, you ever seen the movie Get Out, in a sense? I could describe it in that manner, like Get Out. And it literally just opens your mind to like the people around you. Like if you're in need of help, people would rather sit and watch instead of helping you. Like, I just feel like the whole neighborhood knew the type of man that he was and was not willing to help. They turned a blind eye. Um, and it's just really sad because it's like, it's not what you know, it's who you know. And in Brockton, he knows a lot of people. So he just felt like he'd get away with everything and he would manipulate the police officers. And he's such, he, he's such an actor. Like, he pretends like he's the victim. And mind you, I'm 4'11". So you really think I can really do something to this big man? The hysteria, no. the the hysteria is just beyond me that you would, oh my God, I'm so afraid of her. She has problems. She That's what he did help. with me. I, I don't know if you've seen the video of me. <laughs> I don't know if you've seen the video of me confronting him uh, at the uh, school committee meeting, but he basically cries like that uh, towards me. I could probably pull it up here somewhere. But he basically, oh, uh, here it is. Let me uh, let me play it for you just to show you what an actor. I don't, have you seen this video before? No, not yet, but I'm, I'm looking uh, forward to it. It's uh, it's exactly what you imagine it would be. So let's see if we have, where's Tony at? Uh, where'd he go? By the way, he said, oh, yeah, here he goes. Check this out. Nope. Okay. Well, Evelyn Wiggins has some serious allegations. No, she doesn't. You're, are you calling her a liar? You don't believe women? I believe you called me a black bitch. I did not. I said black bitch. I believe bitch. you called me a black bitch. It was a black bitch. You're lying. That's you're fake news. You're engaging that's me. Do you think because somebody like you're you, engaging me? You're calling a black you're woman a liar? Individual. You're, I'm you are a dangerous man. And I'm we all know that you're a dangerous man. You molested you a 14 year old girl. You molested a 14 year old girl. You are a dangerous man. I'm not the one getting You are scaring me right now. You're scaring me. And I'm willing to accept that. You're a public so God bless you. God bless you're you a public figure 
who's been accused of some very serious things. I've been accused of nothing. Oh, but Evelyn Wiggins is I've coming on the show on Saturday. She's going to speak man. her truth. You are dangerous. She, man. I've gotten 12 death threats because of your behavior. I'm not sir. the one. Who's sir, got gun charges? Who's got man. gun charges you near you? Dangerous. You have endangered myself. And yeah, my I family. haven't. That's a lie. And, I'm, I'm I, and I pray to God. I pray to God that you. Really I'm not the one with gun charges. I pray to God that you stop, sir. I pray to God <laughs> that you stop, <laughs> little girl, you pervert. So that's what he tried to get an order on me after that. And you see how he plays victim. Did he do that with you a lot? And by the way, this is what he's, I did not call him a black bitch. I said I'm a whack bitch. Listen. Everything the black bitch does real shitty. Whack bitch. Everything the black bitch does real shitty. Called him a whack bitch. Whack bitch. Okay. Just to be clear. Um, But yeah, was he like that with you? Did he play the victim a lot? Does that oh look my familiar? God. He played, he played the victim to everything. So like when I would go out places, I wasn't really able to like talk much. Um. No, he's not a bishop. We're going to clear this the fuck up. Excuse my French. I'm pretty sure we're not supposed to be cussing, but let me just tell you the realty. He is not a real bishop. Really? I think he's okay. undercover gay. I think he is very zesty. Um, and I just feel like he's hiding behind this persona that everyone's out to get me, and I'm such a great individual. No, you're a horrible fucking piece of shit, and I hope you <laughs> die soon. Like, I hope you die soon. Um oh. Wow. I'm pretty How sure you, that's great. This, I'm pretty sure after this, he's probably going to come for me. And I'm just going to tell you this, Tony, I'm not that same 20 little year old girl anymore. So I'm ready for you. If you want to sue me, ball out. If you want to taunt my family, please ball out. I promise you the consequences for your actions will finally catch up to your ass. Well, cause now you're like a grown ass woman. You're like, I'm a grown ass woman with my own money. And right. I scared him because you done already stole money, ran my credit to shit, lied about it, maxed out my cards. Put, you, you told the world that I do cocaine. You tried to get my child taken away from me. You planted drugs on me. Well, let's talk about that. He, how did, he planted drugs on you? Tell us okay. about that. So when the cops were called, um, it was very strange that the cops were even able to get into the home because the doors were locked. So therefore you had to come unlock the doors and play victim like something was wrong because those doors were locked. I was not able to get out. That's so he locked you from the inside and you had to have a key to get out of the inside? Yes, you needed a key to get out from the inside. And he held, and he held the key? Yeah. That sounds like sex trafficking to me. Like what we're going to get that into another woman who's talking <laughs> about sex trafficking. It's like that, that, you're literally being held as a prisoner, it sounds like. Literally. Um, and it was so strange because it was the front and the back doors. The windows were unable to be opened from the inside. So God forbid the house was to burn down. I'll be dead. I'll be dead as fuck. Jeez, but that's wow. Yeah. Um, so it's just very strange that when the cops came through that door, the first thing they went to was the refrigerator and found cocaine next to baby bottles. And you think he put that there? I know for a fact he put that there because I had no access to leave. You maxed out my card, so I had no money. So I basically was dependent on you. Yeah. Wow. And I'm not so, from Brockton, so where the hell I'm finna find drugs at? Yeah, I mean, because you had no freedom to go out and get them if you wanted to. So was he controlling, like, immediately, like, start, you know, you, you, you met him online. He pretended to be 35. His name was Tony Shabazz. And yeah. then when did you start realizing this guy was completely full of shit? Uh, when I was no longer able to leave. 
Okay. Was there an incident where you were pulled over and like he had to show his ID and his ID showed his real age? I thought I remember hearing something about that. Um, so I never saw it, but he saw it. And in a sense, he tries to play like he was my mentor or he's just trying to get me into a safe environment. You know, like he preys on that little innocence. Like in this world, again, like you guys keep saying, he's in the school committee. There's a lot of kids out here that are either depressed, suicidal, have a horrible life at home. And those are the type of people that he wants. No, I didn't really have a horrible life at home. It's just the circumstances of what had happened between me and my child's father. Um, so that's what he did. He had like fake, every everything was fake and nothing on him was real. That Can you tell me, you, 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 you were telling me a story about what he did to the father of your child about, didn't he stalk him? What did he do? Oh my God. Free him. So he hacked into my phone. Um, How did he hack into your phone? You just, oh, you just took your phone. I believe he either took my phone or unlocked it with my fingerprint. I had like an iPhone seven back then. So you were able to like use your fingerprint. So when I was asleep, Mm -hmm. he would like use that, but we're going to get into something even more crazier guys. Are you ready for the tea? Let's let's spill all the tea. Let's hear it. Mr. Branch, Shabazz, Bishop, Tony, whatever he wants to be for the day. He likes to drug individuals. Really? What happened? So most of the time, I wasn't even coherent to realize what was going on. So after my child was put to sleep, I was knocked out. So what, he would put something in your drink? It was either he put something in my drink or he put something in my food, but I was I was pretty much inebriated. And was there, you were telling me about an incident where he took pictures. Yes. Um, while I was inebriated, I was laying on my stomach and he sent explicit pictures to my father. Naked pictures of you? Yeah, to my dad. To your father, for what purpose? To be a dickhead. Wow. So um, now, so he drugged you and sounds like sexual assault to me. Pretty much. And we're going to go back to my child's father. Yes, he did stalk my child's father. Um, me and my child's father had already had a DNA test available for us. Oh, yeah. Tell me about the, so the DNA. Did he claim yes. to be the father of your child? Did Branch tell him that? This crazy man told my child's father that he is the father of my child and that he made a fake state of Connecticut, because I live in the state of Connecticut, guys. I do not live in Mass. He made a fake state of Connecticut document from the courts stating that my child's father is 0.0% chance of her father. But the letter that I received said that you, sir, are my daughter's father. So that is the letter that my child's father is running with. And, you know, to spare my child's father the embarrassment of taking it to court, I never really went back and forth with him, but I did offer to pay for a retest because Mr. Branch decided to do the most. Do the most? Yes. He likes to make fake documentations to pretend like he's something that he's not. So he made a fake uh, DNA test up and, yeah. and, and pretended that he was a father just to fuck out. Cause he didn't like the father of your children just to fuck. He didn't him. like any man. Like it didn't matter who it was my male friends. He did not like, he threatened my friends. He threatened my grandmother. First of all, my grandma's old as fuck. So why are you threatening some old lady? Like yeah. what's wrong with you? Like when I finally got free from him, he pretty much threatened to burn her house down and she didn't give up information about me. Jesus. Now. So, cause that it's interesting. Cause with me, I believe, you know, the, the document that he submitted to court showing he's a real Bishop. It, it, it looks like something that you, your second grade teacher would print out for you 
you know, for perfect attendance or something. It doesn't even look real. Um, and so I, I assume it's all fake. Like everything with this guy is fake. He, 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 he admitted in our, in our court documents that he uh, falsely uh, pretended to be a graduate of some theological college in order to get it. He's like, but I really needed a job. That was his excuse. And he also, I believe uh, a couple things that you told me that I wrote down that uh, he, there was a scam with section eight with your mother. Is that right? Yeah. Um, so basically, I don't really have much contact with my biological family. Um, when I had met him, it was pretty much like new. It was new contact. Um, and my mom was homeless at the time, and he offered her Section 8 in order to... Somehow he was able to procure that. Yep. Okay. Now, um, and he's also admitted under oath that like he's falsely obtained Section 8 for himself uh, by hiding Evelyn's uh, income. And now, did you see him do any, what he sued me for? And this was, it's interesting because you literally messaged me a day before this got dismissed. So I didn't end up needing any of this information. But what was crux of our lawsuit was you saying that the blog about him cost him jobs. It hurt his reputation so much that no one, people didn't believe he was a real bishop anymore. So no one wanted him to marry them. He said he did like 10 weddings a year. And I asked you, cause you were dating him in like the spring and the summer and that's prime wedding season the year before the blog came out. And so how many weddings did you see this guy officiate when you were in or whatever with him? Zero. Um, respectfully, I'm reading your comments. You said if he was white, he would be in jail. Just saying respectfully, he's not going to be in jail if he was white or black. It's not about race. It's not about any of that. Yeah. It's about who you know. And seeing that he knows too many people in power, he's able to manipulate his way to stay free. So we're not oh, exactly. We are. Not yeah, we, I agree. There's no reason to bring race into this. Completely agree with that. Um, I mean, Tony Branch is a con artist. Con artists come in all shapes, colors, sizes, etc. And so with the, uh, so you didn't see him do any weddings. So that's complete crack of shit. Did you see him go to church? Did he have a big congregation? No, it was literally myself, him, another person. Okay. And so like basically, uh, now did you talk to Evelyn? Yes, ever? I spoke with her. And so did she reach out because she was concerned? Um, she did reach out because she was concerned. It came from a genuine um, place. I do believe she was very genuine with her concern. I just didn't like that he would attack her because it's not okay. And seeing that she does have kids with him, like, why would you do that? Like, how would he attack her? Verbally, like, threatening. Like, basically the simple stuff that he does now. Like, oh, you're 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 trying to ruin my life. You, you're doing this and you're doing that. You're going to reap what you sow, like stuff like that. Like, bro, you're wrong. You're wrong. It's okay. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, um, this is pretty crazy. Uh, and so you were telling me uh, if he messes with you, we're going to go to a school committee meeting, right? Together? You think we t- Hello. Hi, ladies and gentlemen. I am his victim. And if you would like to have the rest of these little girls here as his victim, then I advise you to remove him quickly. <laughs> I love it. I love it because, uh, like I said, we went to all the school committee meetings uh, when when this was going on, and I would sit in the front row with like this is me sitting uh, in the front row with a sign saying like pedophile on it, and like there I am just facing him. <laughs> like, no, in front I, I I had my child before Tony. It was way before him, and he's trying to claim that his that's his baby. That is not his child. That man is crazy. Oh, he, Tony has no kids, right? I know he's got apologies. He has three kids, uh, but you didn't see you know he never spent much time with them, correct? He never was with his children. 
Really? Okay, because he presents himself as this like loving father and he blah 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 blah. He's not a loving father. He does not spend time with his children. Everything that he tells you guys is a total lie. He's a narcissist. He's a textbook Very. narcissist because even after getting caught as like a pedophile, like a normal human being at that point just resigns. You know, like they like this isn't worth the hassle. But not Tony. Tony goes on and when the school committee voted. Uh, they were going to have a vote to kick him off, basically, or censure him. And he goes on and he writes lynched because that's all Tony can do in this case. He knows the cards to play. He's like, he's the first black man to ever be the head of the school committee. Everyone else in the school committee is white. Of course, he's going to play the race card. Of course, he's going to say, um, you guys are just coming after me because I'm black. It's like, no, it's because you're a pedophile, actually, that, that I have a problem with. Uh, I object to that. And again, no one would know any of this stuff, Tony. Had you not sued me? I don't know. Like he brought this all on himself. So uh, I, I don't know if you've seen his Twitter, but I, I'll show you. No, He's I been, actually blocked but, him. Oh, did you? I blocked him. So when he hacked all of my information. So guys, we're going to give a little more story time on this, right? So the reason why you've never heard of me, never saw me, never even witnessed me is because he hacked all of my stuff. He hacked everything, deleted every piece of evidence that I have. So Anything I needed to use against him, that is why I could not press charges. That is why. Everything. When the police had my phone, he hacked into my Apple ID and erased it. Oh, and so was there damaging information on the phone that would hurt yeah. him? Yes. Oh, that's interesting. That's interesting. Um, yeah. And so this is what Tony said after losing to me in court. And this is how much of a narcissist he is. He goes, self-praise. Self-praise is no praise. This was actually an excellent ruling from the court. <laughs> he lost, but it was great according to him. We are, we, whoever we is, we are studying the standard for actual malice. Once that hurdle is reconciled, his case should be remanded for trial. This was a win for me, not for him. He is not a journalist, not very bright. And then he starts kind of smearing me and he's calling me names and saying that I'm a pedophile or whatever. He just makes shit up. That's just what he does. And then he says, um, let me see what uh, he, he write today. I didn't see this one. He just posted this earlier today. It says a couple of experts have previewed, have reviewed this paid blogger and his trial court history. One <laughs> experts, right? One thing is clear. If plaintiffs crafted their filings better, but Tony, you are the plaintiff. Mm -hmm. <laughs> he would have had less success in dismissals. My case is one or two steps from remand. Actual malice is for a jury. Stay tuned. So apparently he's not done with me. He's definitely going to appeal this. Uh, so it's, he's going nowhere. So Tony, that's where you want it, man. I mean, I'd tap out if I were you, but you're free to try to keep doing this because, and, and we'll see what happens. So we'll see. But anyway, I mean, do you have anything? He should honestly worry about leaving 25 Montello Street in Brockton and well, extension, excuse me, instead of trying to sue somebody. Shouldn't you be trying to look for a new home? Yeah, I mean, he's squatting in a home that now belongs to someone else because he his ass got evicted. Of course, he's playing the COVID card, yeah, to you know, the, with the eviction moratorium, refusing to move out. I'm sure he's pretending that he still takes care of his daughter. Uh, that I'm sure he's using that like my daughter sleeps here and I'm sure whatever, Tony. Okay. I'm, I'm sure there's that. some sort of scam going on with him. <laughs> well, but, Mr. Branch, if you ever see this live stream, I'm pretty sure you are. He's watch your, I'm sure he's watching right now. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. And one of your little friends is going to send it to you. I'm so waiting for it. I'm proud of you. 
you have any really? message to the Tony to the people out there who are still supporting Tony Branch and are saying that the attacks on Tony by me are you know I'm just a white supremacist I'm just a bad person I'm being unfair to him uh, what would you say to those people um, that, are, that I, are standing by okay so you guys are standing by Tony so yeah. I'm gonna say I hope your daughter does not become a victim of him. It has nothing to do with Toter Boy being white. It doesn't have anything to do with that. He's a predator. He preys on people. If you are a foster parent and you are voting for him to sit on that chair, that's the type of kids that he likes. He likes foster kids. He likes kids that have behavioral issues. He likes kids that have anger issues. He likes kids that like to run away from home. Hence, his wife was 15. The only difference is I was 20. So wow. don't let your child be next. So keep voting for him. I'm proud of you. You're doing a great job to your children of the future. Don't complain when your child becomes next. Well, well, thank you for joining us. It took a lot of bravery to come up here and do that. And um, I'm sure we'll be talking in the future. And I really appreciate that. Yes. Awesome. Yes. Yes. Okay. You have a good night. You too. So yeah, that was, uh, I mean, there you have it folks. So Tony, it's like, uh, it, it's like, I, 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 it takes a lot of uh, bravery for her to come forward like that, obviously, because she knows that like this guy who I'm sure she would like to just move on from completely. Um, but again, there's, there's, there's something powerful about taking your power back and just like you're a grown ass woman. You're no longer the kind of like scared girl that you were a few years ago. You're no longer intimidated by him. So that's great to see. That's great to see. Uh, but people of uh, these of the districts, like the people, other people on the school committee, remember three people, uh, five people initially voted, not, including Tony, voted not to censure him. Well, how can they now? It's like because they hadn't heard. If they heard from the victims themselves, this would be a whole different ballgame. And now they have. Now we have a victim on record uh, who has come out and, and told her truth. And so... Hopefully people will start to listen up. So thank you for coming on very much, Jane Doe. Okay, uh, real quick, got a couple donos here. I got to read off of. Uh, first, we got a cash app from Rod O'Byrne. He sends $10 and he says for keep on riding. Thank you, Rod O'Byrne. Next, we have one from Rad Radley Bay L. Says, uh, sends $10 and says, you are one of the few true journalists out there. Keep it up, Turtle Boy. Thank you very much, sir. Appreciate that, oh, man. Uh, we got Suzanne sends 75 big ones. Thank you, Suzanne. She says, keep exposing the abusers and frauds. That is exactly what we're going to do. Susie, appreciate that. So that brings us to 95 big ones. Next up, we got one from Ba Lowney. Sends $25 and says, gas money for you to Bill Ricca. And great blogs, of course. I will be in Bill Ricca at the school committee meeting on the 21st. I believe that's a Monday. I want to say I'll be there at six o'clock. If anybody wants to hang again, if anybody wants to kick my ass, everyone, everyone always says they're going to kick my ass. You're going to beat you up, turtle boy. You're doing this. And that. again, I announce where I'm going in public ahead of time. I let people know, Hey, I'm here. If you want to kick my ass and no one ever shows up to kick my ass. The only people who ever show up are turtle riders who are happy to meet and greet. And we have a good time. So again, if anyone wants to kick my ass, that's where I'll be. I will be, uh, calling out these school committee members and we will be talking about the bill record thing. Uh, that'll be our third story tonight. So before we get started in the Eliza blue thing, uh, if, why don't we do a little thing in the, um, what should we call it? Uh, little thing we call where you repping. Let us know in the comments right now, 
Where are you watching the Turtle Boy live show from tonight? Go ahead. All right, let me try to keep up here. All right, we got Ohio is in the house. That's a new one. Um, Glendale, Arizona is here. Falcon, Missouri. Man, we're all over the place. Hingham, Nashua, New Bed uh, Bedford, New Hampshire. Manchog, Naples, Florida. Portland, Oregon. Man, we're all over the country now. Buzzards Bay. Waterloo, Iowa. That's a new one. West Newberry, Fall River. Shawana, Wisconsin. East Weymouth, Plymouth. Bill Ricca. Another Bill Ricca, Hudson, New Hampshire, Eliza Blues Farm, Hanson is in the house, Braintree, Stonington, Connecticut, London, St. Albans, Maine, Bridgewater, Nashua, Apache Junction, Arizona, Auburn's in the house, Stowe is in the house, Arlington, Massachusetts, Randolph, Raynham, Southington, Connecticut, Brockton, another Southern in Connecticut, Boston, Danvers, Providence, Hanson, Bridgewater, Los Angeles, Southbridge, Oregon, Drinking a few damn okay. Mashpee's in the house. Meta poison. BHOC. Uh, I don't even know what that stands for. Uh, Bridgewater House of Corrections. I'm not sure. Kareen John Pierce Headbush. Okay. Roxbury's in the house. Skituits here. Uh, Kate Sexy Legs. <laughs> okay. Kate Peters Boyfriend's Knife Drawer. <laughs> oh, by the way, I got a court date with him coming up. Andrew Johnson. Uh, the Boston police have filed a criminal complaint against him for assaulting this award winning reporter. Uh, in the coverage of uh, while I was do, performing my duties as a journalist uh, for assault and battery on March 15th. I have a magistrate's hearing in Boston for that. Lowell's in the house. My mom's house. Okay. Lexington's here. The 508 Grafton. Eliza Blues Trafficking Headquarters. Holden's in the house. Another Holdener. Excellent. Mapleville is here. Uh, is that Mapleville? Is that New Jersey? I don't even know where that is. Uh, ripping butts at the settlement. Philadelphia. Fly Eagles. Fly. We'll talk about that. I'm, I'm all in on the Eagles tomorrow, by the way. West Tisbury's in the house. West Bridgewater's here. Tucson's in the house. Lowell is here. Digibooty, okay. Redondo Beach, man. We are here in some a lot of new places. Malden, if I missed you, I missed you. I love you. Um, let me just a show of hands here. Is anyone here new tonight? Uh, because of the Eliza Blue stuff. Just out of curiosity, do we have any new turtle riders because of that that are joining us? Because I'm seeing some new places here I've never seen before. We do the where you repping every week, and it's usually the same places. But I saw a lot of new ones tonight. Any Eliza Blue people that uh, they're just coming on because they read about us on there? Because the the other two stories we're doing tonight, Monica and Tony Branch, we've been covering those for quite some time. Yeah, you're very new, Laura. Sure you are. Um, okay. If you are, you are. Okay. Um, anyway. Actually, yeah. Press one if you're new here. If this is your first show, press two if you're a regular. Just out of curiosity. One if you're new, two if you're a regular. I'm just curious if we have any new people here. Oh, we do have some new ones. Excellent. All these new ones. Cool. All right. That's interesting. All right, uh, just a reminder too, guys, that uh, we are now up to $120 in the donos. If we can get to uh, a, if we can get to 200 or so 80 away, then we can unlock the freestyle. Um, and we're also over on Rumble. We got 53 people on Rumble right now, and then we got like 250, I think, on YouTube. So um, 
let's see. I got a I got another dono here in the Cash App from JP. Sends five dollars and says for. What does this say? It says for. For REC colon, make live. Thing greater than sign pod. Rumble equals no chat dot alt opt question mark. I don't know what that means. I don't know what that means, but thank you for the dono. I do appreciate that. If anyone else would like to donate, we're now up to $125 in the chat. If anyone else would like to donate, my cash app is dollar sign uncle turtle boy. I'd really like to get to the freestyle tonight because it's a good one. Oh, we got another $25 one here from DW says good work as always interview with Jane Doe was great. Keep it up. Well, thank you very much. Thank you very much. So, um, anyway, uh, so I'm supposed to have this guy come on here. Just want to see what he, uh, let's see. He says he's going to come on. Let's see. Okay. All right. So here's the deal. So there has been today over on Twitter. You guys should really follow on Twitter because Twitter's where I post everything now. I, I did a Twitter thread about a lot. A lot of shit has happened with Eliza Blue since we last talked. For those of you unfamiliar with Eliza Blue, I will give you as quick a rundown as I can about this woman in just one moment. So let me get the uh, account up here one sec. Okay. All right. So I'll give you a, let me pull the blog up so we can see what we're dealing with here. Okay. There it is. All right. So Eliza Blue is this chick with short hair who's got a little sexy flair to her, I guess, but she's got blue hair and she's come on the scenes recently. If you're on Twitter or social media, she's kind of been everywhere as like the de facto spokesperson to end or highlight the atrocities of human sex trafficking. She claims to be a sex trafficking survivor herself, which of course everyone takes at your word because why would somebody lie about that? That's sick. Obviously we just kind of like assume when you say that and you know, like she looks a little grizzled. So you're like, okay, well I guess this woman's story is legit. Cause wow. And she talks about it nonstop. She's been talking about it for years and she's gotten the uh, uh, influence or the attention of Elon Musk. She did a Twitter spaces with him. Elon said like, whatever you need, I got it. And all in the last couple months though, some people have been finding some old stuff of her that seems to be at odds with her story of being sex trafficked. Uh, the sex trafficking timeline changes all the time with this woman. The daily beast did a long story on her. We did a story on her as well. It just didn't add up. Um, and she's been on my radar for quite some time. Uh, but the, uh, the, there's just so much shit out there about this woman. The reason it wasn't initially. And again, when I was on Tim cast, uh, a couple weeks ago, it was just cons all, all you saw in the comments was turtle emojis and shit about Eliza blue. So everyone wanted to talk about this woman. Now she kind of came onto the scene as this, um, person that was going to expose the atrocities of sex trafficking, which became quite popular in right wing circles as a result of the Jeffrey Epstein thing and the COVID lockdowns. Uh, people said, you know, uh, the, you know, the lockdowns were exacerbating the mental health crisis in this country and leading to more abuse, locking people in their homes with their abusers, et cetera. And a lot of Jeffrey Epstein's friends were rich liberal people. So of course this is going to be very popular in right wing circles. Well, uh, all of a sudden, you know, she, she's been on the, the, the daily wire 
in 2020. She's been on Dr. Drew, all this stuff. She was on Timcast uh, a couple weeks before I was. And she gave this like four minute, or not four minute, like 10 minute, awkward, cringe thing where she read off testimonials of quote unquote survivors of Andrew Tate. And it didn't go over well with Tim's audience because they don't do the whole me too thing. And quite frankly, it sounded like it was all made up. I think she made it up. I think she just wrote it herself. And I think she was reading it off a piece of paper. I don't think anyone wrote it. I think she was making the whole thing up. And as it turns out, this video comes forward. That starts to be like, wait a minute, wait a minute. Now this video right here, you're going to see, this doesn't disqualify her as a sex trafficking victim, but just watch. It's on World Star Hip Hop. Huh. Check it out now. Huh. No doubt now. Huh. Yeah. Uh. Check uh. it out now. Uh. Uh, get a booty. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. What? Girl. What? Real good what? girl. Uh. Thing. Uh. Itty uh. Girl. Come on. Call her up and she made me feel right. What? Wish the bliss could never take flight. Okay. Sitting back with this mic in my hand. Spitting hot shit, trying to see green. I mean, I don't even know what this is. on my mind every minute. Make my plans and you always in it, y'all. Uh, such a vibrant yeah. Uh, such a vibrant thing. Sex trafficking looks dope. Oh, shit. Yeah, such a vibrant thing. Hashtag sex trafficking. Uh, uh, so that's what sex trafficking doesn't look so bad quite frankly but yeah i guess she's being sex trafficked there or did it happen afterwards no one was very sure at at, at the time well who gives a shit right i mean if you're her and this video comes out the best thing you could do and people start sharing on Twitter is just be like, yeah, like, you know, I have low self-confidence issues. Like I had a fucking traumatic experience when I was younger. I got fucking sex trafficked. It would be nice if I would appreciate if you didn't share this. I'm, I'm a bit ashamed of that. I was like, you know, I'm damaged goods. Like that's what I would do if I was her in that kid's situation. If I was lying about sex trafficking and I didn't want this to escalate. That's what I would do is just be like, um, you know, make some sort of announcement, but instead she does something that makes her look so much more shady. She started to uh, use her influence with Elon Musk to get accounts suspended that were sharing not only the video of this, which she claimed was like copyrighted and copyright, but screenshots from it, which certainly are not copyrighted. And uh, like, I dare you to try to get me down. Like if I, I didn't even post these on, images on Twitter. I, but I posted my blog because I own my blog. So you can't, Elon Musk can't touch my blog. Can't touch tbdailynews.com, dear. So that's what I would recommend to everyone else. Like get your own platform and then you can post whatever the fuck you want on it. So she gets, starts getting an, these accounts suspended. And these are not small accounts. One account called The Quartering has over a million and a half subscribers on YouTube and over a quarter million followers on Twitter. Another woman I'd never heard of before, but I know her now. I've, I've started listening to her stuff. Her name is Brittany Venti. Uh, she's, I don't even know exactly what she does, but she's got a lot of fans and a lot of subscribers. And she's suspended now from Twitter because she shared screenshots of this woman. And so when you do that, 
that's going to lead people to like the censorship, this, all this shit, the other shit, like people could have looked past that, like whatever. But why are you trying to hide it? Why are you censoring free speech? You're a public figure. You're out here. Uh, you know, you have the ear of Elon Musk. People want to know more about you and they find out about you and then they can't talk about it. Why? Because you're embarrassed of it. Well, she said it's non-consensual. So they do a little research into her. And uh, a reporter by the name of Evie Warner digs up uh, contacts, uh, the world star hip hop. I don't know if he's a COO or something guy who made the video, Daniel Cotton. And he said that she was paid for the video and we own the full rights. So, okay. Well, nevertheless, um, and this is what Brittany Venti tweeted to her. She said, hi, Eliza. It's a sensitive topic. You don't have to go into detail about being trafficked, but. I'm hoping you could clarify this thread. There's claims and videos in this thread that conflict with the timelines you gave and could distract from your anti-trafficking message. So yeah, um, that's where this all was. Now, a lot of people, like, again, this is like the Streisand effect. The more you try to tell people not to talk about something or don't look here, they're going to look there. They're going to find out more. And as they've dug up more and more shit, a lot of big channels are talking about this. Like, cause there's one thing people can rally around. It's anti-censorship. Keep in mind the whole point of Elon buying Twitter. He bought Twitter out of spite because they, they censored the Babylon B. He didn't like censorship. So if Elon is going to come in here and basically get manipulated by this grifting woman and start censoring at her behest, then what was the point of Elon buying Twitter? If it's just, it's just, it's a different version of censorship. Conservatives are still being censored just in different ways for different reasons. So what, and that's what, that's the, the big issue here. Cause I've heard of this from a lot of people and I, and I, I'm sick of hearing it. It's like, why are you talking about this drama? Why are you talking about this drama? It's not drama. Censorship and lying about being sex trafficked when you have the influence and ear of arguably the most powerful man in the world, that's not drama. That's a major issue. Censorship, kind of a big deal. I don't know where you've been, especially on social media platforms. And the day people are like, who cares about this drama? Uh, there were Twitter's old executives testifying in front of Congress. So con Congress cares about it. It seems like it's somewhat relevant to talk about. It's the public square. And this woman has the power seemingly to silence it. Silence people from telling the truth. It's like with the Hunter Biden thing all over again. And so Ella Irwin is the head of trust and safety at Twitter. And she's the one kind of putting like, like, uh, thank, like t speaking directly to, uh, Eliza and thanking her for bringing awareness and blah, blah, blah. And then she writes this, I'm going to address this one time and one time only a non-consensual photo was posted of me on Twitter yesterday. Not consensual. You look pretty consensual in that video. That looked consensual to me. The photos have been removed. The source of the photos has been contacted and I'm preparing to escalate to the full extent of the law. And she gets corrected for it, by the way, too. Um, I'd encourage my enemies to study the law. I have been for many years. It might stop you from making a rookie mistake in the future. <laughs> okay. Okay. But yet somehow it got down and nobody really can prove why we can assume that it's because she has connections. She got it taken down by Twitter first. Anybody who put it up on Twitter was removed. YouTube, the same shit. And then world star itself took it down with no explanation. 
We don't know why. But she writes this. I'm going to say this. The last thing that's on my heart. If you're trying to get me out of the way to pull down Elon Musk, it's like with Tony Branch, same shit with these people. Always a victim. Always, oh, you know, you're trying to stop me and silence me. I'm this fucking hero. And you're trying to stop me from speaking my truth and getting it out there. Oh, get over yourself. You're really not that special, dear. You're, you are the, as uh, Christopher Maltesanti once said, you fucking D girl, chill out. You're nothing. You're an absolute failure. This woman tried to get on uh, various talk shows. Let's see, what'd she say? But here she is, by the way, this is her father. Richard Mortland, I believe his name, Mortland. Her real name is Elizabeth Mortland, 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 sorry. And that's her father, who is a, uh, a former state representative from Western Illinois, farm country, who ran for lieutenant governor as a Republican and lost. Obviously, it's Illinois. Republicans aren't going to win that. Plus, you don't want to be governor of Illinois. Chances are you're going to go to jail. It's like literally the highest. Like of any job in the country, the one where you are most likely statistically to end up in jail is governor of Illinois. Just a fact. Um, but anyway, um, so she denied that this guy was his father, was her father for years. Why? Well, because she's got this whole ghetto fabulous thing going on. And it wouldn't, it would kind of contradict with that. Like if she wants to be a sex trafficking victim, no one's going to believe that the daughter of an influential politician is a sex trafficking victim. Like that would be huge news. Nobody's going to believe that. And this is her talking. This is her after the world star video came out. Listen to this. Does this sound like somebody who regrets being in that video? Not that world star video. I was a size eight and, and I still would have classified as a world star. Uh, I mean, sorry, as a plus size model. That's what's crazy with the world is that I still would have been plus even in that world star video. And I look at that now and I'm like, dang, I was so skinny, but it was a summer. Damn! I was doing a lot, you know. For real, girl? Yeah, I mean, honestly, for one, I was blessed to work with one of the dopest directors the, in the game. The like, dopest director in the game! Like, if you look at his resume... I was so blessed. Yo, that shit you was know, dope as fuck. He, he had a red dragon uh, camera and I uh, almost Quad City, Illinois, motherfuckers. It was like, a red dragon camera is so expensive to work with. Um, I mean, this was like a vision of juicy mine. Mass. Not mass the actual like juicy. video, but like the idea Make of wanting really to do something that. of that caliber was so uh, like, I mean, it, it was literally so humbling. Please like, it like dropped me. That is not her real accent that is not what she sounded like on timcast it's called code switching hillary clinton mastered it i mean this what do you it's embarrassing it's cringe hearing that now that was a phase her original phase was go after white musicians and this is gerard way the um singer from my chemical romance she was a groupie for him I, I heard she like pretended she was pregnant with them too. Like there's so much crazy shit out of here. There's a video of her saying the N word here. This is her on blind date. She was the worst date ever. I think in like 2002 or 2003, uh, the, uh, a podcast interview came up with her from 2020. So all of that fails. Like the, the whole ghetto fabulous thing. That was a phase. She wanted to be a video vixen. Um, but that wasn't getting her the attention she needs. This woman just craves attention. That's the only thing that matters to her. And she wasn't getting it. Are not enough of it. And so she goes with the new angle. Sex trafficking. Who's going to question that? And it's hot. Like everyone's talking about sex trafficking with Epstein. So let's just say I'm an expert. Now, 
there's such a vague, uh, fine line about what is and isn't even sex trafficking. Like if you are, I mean, what if I, what if you're just like, I mean, is, is a hooker or sex being tra sex trafficked? Like if you have a pimp, right? The pimp tells you who to bang and whose dick to suck. Are you sex trafficked? I don't know. I mean, I don't know where the line is drawn with this. But quite frankly, from the research that I've done on this and a lot of people have done, it appears as if Eliza Blue is nothing less than a basic bitch uh, with a ghetto booty who just blew a lot of dudes and then woke up and is like, let's just, I'm just going to say I'm sex trafficked. It's easier than being called a whore. I'll just say I'm sex trafficked because <laughs> it's like, and then because nobody likes a whore. Well, some people do, uh, but you know, women don't like a whore, other women. And uh, but everyone feels bad for a sex trafficking victim. So she became much more empathetic that way. So this is her uh, telling her story on there. And she, by the way, this is her trying out for American Idol. She said she was sex trafficked a couple times. First, there was a time in LA. She went to LA when she was 17 years old. Her dad brought her out there for some reason, got her an apartment. Next thing you know, boom, she's high on crystal meth. And she is getting sex trafficked and she's being told to blow some old guy for 500 bucks. Later on, she would go on to say that she turned down an offer for $150,000 for sex when she was 35 years old, which is not even remotely believable because as people have pointed out, like if I'm paying 150 grand for sex, if I'm some oligarch who's just like, fuck it, you know, I'm, I'm paying for sex, uh, whatever. Um, I'm not like, I'm not paying that. That's, that's no, <laughs> 150,000 bucks. You're going to get, you're going to get a virgin. Obviously you're not going to pay. I'm not paying for some washed up 35 year old crackhead looking bitch. Are you kidding me? 150 grand. I'm paying. I'm going to pay for that. Come on. There's been a lot of dicks in that. Like, let's keep it a buck. Come on. Nobody's paying that 150 grand. Stop it. Can't even write it off on your taxes. Anyway. Here she is on, she ended up, so that so she says she was tra sex trafficked in LA, then came back home, then went back to LA, then came back, ends up going to Chicago, where she gets sex trafficked by what she called an athlete, a, a high profile athlete, she said, in Chicago. People are like, is Derek Rose? Is it Jay Cutler? Who, who is a high profile in Chicago at the time? Who knows? But while she's there, that's when she tried out for American Idol. So her sex traffickers gave her the freedom to go out and try out for American Idol. They also let her go on the Steve Harvey show where she got to do this. Hi. Well, both of them get you a car. That's for sure. I love it. So one, two, three. Gucci tooch. Oh, look, girl, you got it in the middle. You're working it. I, you are working the Gucci tooch. Booty ready. Yeah. Yeah. Hold on. Uh, I'm going to bring on uh, my friend Fair and Balanced in a couple of minutes. Just let me get through this. So um, anyway, so let's see where we are. What's this video? Oh, this is another video she's in. She's always in rap videos getting sex trafficked. She always says, anyway, this is supposedly like a victim. Like, And by the way, that video, that 20 minute video, which I've played a few times of her where she's like, dude, she's peak. Like, oh my God, what are you doing, girl? She's on, she's in the video with her short hair there. And she's like talking about like, yo, all these athletes and musicians and shit, they be in my DMS. Everybody be trying to get my coochie and shit. No, I mean, no, I mean, but like, yo, damn, yo, this one dude offered like 
the video's gone, so I just have to pretend I'm her. Uh, there's one dude offering me like yo 150 grand, motherfucker. Oh shit. Damn, that's a lot of money, but yo, I couldn't do it, yo. I couldn't do it. I couldn't do, but I wanted to. But I wanted to. Oh man. Nobody's paying you $150,000, your old ass pussy. Nobody wants that girl. Stop it. Ew. Okay. Oh, she also went through an injury yang phase where she was like number one in the yang gang. And she wanted to, uh, there she is with Andrew Yang saying, um, th- like she pretended to open up something called a humanity house, which she said was a, uh, a home for uh, sex trafficking victims and was some sort of charity. And we've seen her soliciting funding for this. She's going here. If any extremely wealthy people want to get off the grid until COVID is passed, I'll rent you the extra house on the farm. 550 acres and no neighbors for miles. Just to sweeten the deal, all proceeds go to turning that house into a safe house for survivors of human trafficking. So there she is soliciting money for this humanity house. Um, But the problem is there is no humanity house. There's no, especially in the state of Illinois, there's no nonprofit or charity with that name. And she is, but she claims it's real. And she's trying to get Andrew Yang's attention. So Andrew Yang was the first person that she went after with the sex trafficking shit, which started in 2020 and it it didn't really go anywhere. And so she's like, fuck it. It didn't work with the left wing people. Let's take a hard turn to the right and see if we can get some people that way. She was in the, she was on the daily wire like a month or so later with that uh, Amanda Presso uh, piece. So yeah, there she is with that. Um, And, and what really pisses me off is she calls out, a lot of other people as like not being legitimate sex traffic victims, like, like the lecturing, like she's the voice for sex traffickers. How dare you talk about it? I am an actual survivor of human trafficking. You use this devastating crime to promote your only fans. Okay. So she's like calling other people out. This is a picture of her with a, what appears to be a fake black guy. It looks like she drew it on there. And this is evidence that she was human trafficked because the guy that was letting her go on Steve Harvey and go on trial for American Idol also kick the shit out of her occasionally. So sometimes he had good days and bad days, I guess. I don't know. This unnamed guy. How about this one? If you grift financially off of victims and survivors, you're a predator. Okay. She did leave her job to, to work for this Epstein nonprofit called Victims Refuse Silence, which is also a grift. All these are freaking grifts. She's still on the board there. We pulled all this shit up. Okay. So this woman is just a complete, complete fraud. And she's got multiple GoFundMes for shit. Um, We've heard her. This is her talking to a reporter. I, mean, I, I don't know if I mean named me. Carrie Herzog, who is investigating her or like looking to do a story on her in December. So remember this when we get into what we're going to get to now. This is how she acts towards a normal reporter who she cannot control. A female, too. I'd like to point that out because she has no power over women. She has a lot of power over men because she's got she knows how to get their attention and get that. She lacks that power over women. And like, that's why a lot of the people going after her right now or criticizing her are women themselves. Like the woman I'm going to have fair and balanced, um, uh, Brittany Venti, a lot of these people, women have, are, I, I think are, and that's why a lot of people I think are unfairly calling this drama is because like you see two women fighting and you're like, Ooh, cat fight. That's like a lot of people's first instincts. Like, Oh, a cat fight. It's like, no, it's actually, it's a little bit massage therapist of you. A little bit massage therapist of you to say that, uh, because 
you know, like th- it's a much bigger issue at play here. Now, listen to her how she talks to a reporter who she cannot control. Tell my story at length uh, is going to take a while. I don't even. I don't like, even need to that. Questions about my story. It's going to take a while. So I know the basics so of your story because I've, I've listened to your podcast. Right. So, what, so I'm, I'm trying to figure out exactly what the question is. Well, I, I can ask I you mean, the question. I didn't agree to this. I didn't agree to this. All I agreed to was answering a few questions about Twitter. Well, okay, sure. That's totally fine. But can I just, can I ask you the questions or email you the questions and you can decide if you want to answer or not? I mean, did you, did you ask Amanda in advance? to do that? Uh, no, I, I told her that I wanted to ask you about the Twitter stuff and about your own okay. story. Okay, so you deceived Amanda, didn't tell her everything you wanted to ask no, me, I, and then I, you I, I, survived I, her on the phone no. and started asking her about her personal trauma. No, I... So that's what she does with a reporter that she can't control. Okay, and... Yep, the... Shane Cashman. I'm... So, but now this is a reporter that she can control. So this is uh, a guy named Shane Cashman. Shane works for Timcast, the show that I was on two weeks ago. And again, a lot of people would say you shouldn't be going after, like, why are you going after Timcast? I'm not going after Timcast. I'm just, I I represent the truth. That's the only thing I care about. And quite, I mean, quite frankly, it's like if Tim is the person that I think he is, uh, at least the person that everyone thinks he is, right? That he would appreciate this, right? Honesty. And he would want to not be associated with somebody who used his show to spread lies about themselves and promote themselves and profit off of something that they never had to deal with. Now, this guy is named Shane Cashman. He's a reporter for Tim Cass. And this is when she was on, this is the episode and they're talking about, I think this is January 6th. They're talking about how he's going to come out to the farm and do a story on her. Cause you heard what she said to Katie Herzog a few weeks before this. She wanted nothing to do with her because Katie Herzog was probably asking legitimate questions. Watch how she plays this dude. And again, Shane Cashman, I have nothing against him. I invited him on tonight. I didn't hear back from him. Um, but if he, the floor is open if he wants. I have nothing personally against this man. But I do have something professionally against him. I'm genuinely offended by the garbage that he's putting out. Uh, and so listen to this. You, I mean, we all knew the story he was going to write was bullshit the second you watch this. I'm at Shane Cashman everywhere. You can go on TimCast.com and check out the Inverted World stories and the recent stories I've been doing and uh, working on some new ones right now. And Eliza, grateful for your work and awesome to be here with you. I love you so much, Shane. Oh, thanks, you. I'm oh, like your Jesus. biggest fan. Uh, thank I'm you for supporting me so much online. I love, like you, I love you so much. I think you you have a creative mind. And I told Shane... One time I said, I, I firmly believe that I had this feeling, my God, I said, I need to ask Shane to take my picture and write an article because I have a feeling his work will end up being Warhol-esque in That's a way crazy, where it's, but thank you. I'm serious. <laughs> thank you. I, I don't know how else to articulate it, but I think um, you're really mm-hmm. gifted and very talented and I'm grateful. Yeah, we've been talking about it. Right on. Yeah, yeah we got yeah, something. Yeah, right yeah, we're going right to do right a thing. Yeah, yeah, you know what yeah, I think would be really cool? And I know you're trying to end the show, but I've had this vision a little bit of you coming out to the farm and really seeing what my day-to-day life is like. That's the goal. It, it's totally different than this yeah. glam version. Yeah. yeah, that's the goal. That's I love doing stories like that where I can just kind of- Do you have any overalls? Do you have any boots? <laughs> oh, yeah. Do you have any slash <laughs> boots? My past life on a farm where I grew up. Word. Yeah, yeah. I'm, Do you like word, cats? Word, word up, yeah, word I've up. I've got to. Okay. I'm, I'm excited. Uh, I, and I was, you can bring your wife. Oh, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I was yeah, excited yeah, to hear from. Uh, <laughs> but, but, like, that but, wasn't but, a. Yeah, but please don't, though, because I'm trying to bang you. So, um, yeah, that, uh, that is just so, there was, there was no doubt about what was going to happen as soon as you saw that. Like, so the guy goes out there 
and Tim basically to appease the mob is just like, I put Shane on him. My star reporter, Shane. She called him Warhol-esque. I didn't know what it meant at the time. Now I get it. Warhol's a painter, obviously. He's an artist. And when you read Shane's writing, it's full of shit. It's just like a lot of painters, I think, are full of shit narcissists. And that's basically what it is. He doesn't get to the fucking point. So he has now written three stories about this. Okay. And we've, and, and, and has investigated basically nothing. I would say absolutely nothing when it comes to this. I'm going to bring up uh, my uh, Twitter thread the other day. We have a guest backstage. I'm going to bring on momentarily too, but it relates to this. So um, Shane, the first two parts of it, like the first one is 20,000 words long. It's tells you nothing. It asks no questions or anything like that. The only thing we learned is that the Babylon Bee ditched her. So I guess this campaign has been somewhat effective. Um, people, uh, Candace Owens now is on her ass. Candace Owens has millions of followers. Good luck with that girl. You're going to need it now. And like, this is the least of your problems. And she's having like full on meltdowns on Twitter too. We can look at some of her tweets in a little bit. But it tells us nothing. Like, she, like this is making it worse. The Shane story, because it's clear he's just covering for her. Uh, he's not asking any questions, any tough questions. And he has flat out stated that he's not going to interview any of the large conservative channels that have all been censored as a result of her activism. He calls them like, he called them some name. I forget what he said. It was Warhol-esque, whatever the word was that he used. It was Warhol-esque. So then part three came out, right? Uh, yesterday. And it was the worst of all of them. Like it was a fucking joke. Again, a million freaking words. And I broke it down on Twitter thread. That's why you should follow me on Twitter. But uh, I'll, I'll, I'll go through it real quick. Uh, first of all, he said, according to Shane, the legitimate uh, concerns about Eliza's well-being, a well-documented lying and censorship was a psyop. I shit you not. This is what they're going with. That this whole thing is simply a fucking psyop. I'm going to retweet this. Um, whatever that means. And this is what Tim pool has been saying too, is that basically we are, he's not talking about Eliza blue. And the only reason that the rest of us are, is that it's a psyop, a PR firm paid a bunch of bots to go and create drama around Eliza blue. That so basically Eliza blue hires a PR firm to promote herself. Cause she's a nobody and gets people talking about it. Cause any publicity is good publicity. And so basically he completely dismisses the legitimate concerns of a lot of people that pisses people more off and makes it more obvious that they're covering up. But now it kind of makes more sense. Cause it's like, Oh, he just, he's being told this by Shane. Shane is go Shane's the one that came up with the whole psyop thing, but who is running the psyop, the special guest that we're going to bring on momentarily. He claims that this person, this psyop, genius um is who's manufactured the campaign and by the way shane's guy he's disappointed in everyone just to let that clear shane the star reporter is disappointed in all of you so just bow your heads in shame with the manufactured hours he claims that there is a guy who he calls gang stalker i don't know where he came out this gang stalker and he says that gang stalker is a podcaster the third Eliza blog has been pulled. I just got notification of that. 
So that, apparently he's going to talk to us about that momentarily. But uh, this is why. So the gang stalker, he says, is pulling the strings on all of us. So this guy out there, we don't know who he is, but he's got a podcast. He's not going to tell us who this guy is, this mystery guy. But little do I know, here I was thinking I'm some sort of journalist or commentator who's doing, you know, reviewing and looking in the past. No, no. Turns out I'm just being fucked with by gang stalker. He's in my fucking brain. He's whispering shit to me. He's telling me misinformation and he's telling me, talk about Eliza Blue. Talk about Eliza Blue. So gang stalker is behind this. They put this out there and he claims that he has seen photos of a man that gang stalker drove into a mental institution who he doesn't name. He then goes on to say that even though no one knows who this person is except for Shane, he won't name him. Okay. Um, because the, this gang stalker has been mocking him. He claims that the gang stalker uh, plots his plan to manipulate us into thinking that Eliza is lying. This is all his fault. He did the whole thing. And he's got some website that he brought up, which he doesn't link. We're just supposed to assume it's real. He says that the gang stalker is making Eliza look like a liar in order to make Elon look bad. So it's all part of the plan to make Elon look bad. Then he rants about the gang stalker's elaborate deception campaign. And like I said, this is the kind of shit that I used to hear in freshman dorm rooms when we were taking bong rips in 2001. This is the kind of shit like, oh man, bro. Like, what if there's just like the gang stalker and like he's like like messing with our brains, bro, and like telling us it's all just a psyop. This is what a grown man who calls him a journalist put on fucking paper and Tim Cast what like allowed this to be published on his site. So anyway, it goes on and on. Read the Twitter thread if you haven't already that we've all participated in this. We are gonna we got the gang stalker. We got him. We found him. He's, he's, he's doxxed himself today. And he is, I believe that he's going to tell us, I, I'm guessing he has some sort of explanation. He said he spoke with Shane today. So he goes by Defango. And we're going to bring Defango on right now. How you doing, Defango? Pretty good, man. How are you today? Good, thank you. Can I call you? Do you like Gangstalker or Defango? Oh, you can call me whatever I want. My name's Manuel Chavez the third or the turd, depending on how you know me. Otherwise you known the, as Manny. Are you the guy who had the original thread about her that was removed? Yes. Oh, that's you. Okay. Okay. So tell us about this. So how did this all happen? Well, What's going I on mean, here? Uh, the article and everything getting pulled is recent. I was talking to Cassandra uh, McDonald from Timcast uh, just last night about some issues that she was having with a friend. And, you know, basically was like, hey, uh, you know, this stuff isn't true. I've known you for a while. So like what's going on here? And she just, you've known me, Cassandra for a while. Yeah. I've known okay. her for a while, probably t since like 2017. Uh, when she was researching the Seth rich conspiracy theory, uh, we crossed paths back then. Okay. Okay. So, so uh, and, and so go ahead. Well, so we started discussing the article. Uh, she went ahead and reached out to Shane and said, I'm, I'm going to have him call you in the morning. And then this morning I got a few phone calls when I was still sleeping, actually woke up at like eight. And, uh, you know, I spoke with Shane for a couple hours. He got my side of the story of things and basically said that he's going to be After he writing. published? Oh, yeah, before he published. published. After. Wait, so he didn't interview you before? 
No, he only talked to me after Cassandra basically like emailed him and says, you better talk to this guy or he's probably going to end up suing us because I was going to say some pretty heavy defamation there. Yeah. I mean, this is straight out libelous. They're, they're basically accusing you of running some elaborate psy up on the rest of us. Little did I know you were actually controlling me the whole time. And for the record, that's not true, right? That's not true at all. No. Okay. And so why do you think he, where did he come up with this idea and why you? Well, well, the reason that he came up with this idea seems that um, back in 2017, I used to solve puzzles, namely with something called Cicada 3301. And by solving that puzzle, I was introduced to this group of people that were offering to give me a job with their company. That company was the Shadow Box Company. And what Shane didn't tell everybody is that I'm actually the whistleblower that exposed the company released all of the documents because that was actually not a website that was supposed to be copy for a website that never existed that this company was trying to get me to put together for them because i build websites and i work on computers that's what i do for a living and they basically got me roped into this situation and used this like a snitch jacketing operation so that I wouldn't expose this then because obviously it would look bad on me too. But I kind of didn't really care about that because obviously I'm not a bot master. I don't have like super mind control powers or anything like that. I am a smart person. Sure. Or whatever. And I have put myself into some interesting places over the years, but I mean, it's just, entirely not true so cassandra had him talk to me we talked for a little bit and then how'd that conversation go how'd that conversation uh, go i think it went all right i mean he seemed like a nice individual he definitely had the wrong idea about me but you know i've had this kind of reaction from many reporters over the years researching this stuff because they think i'm some kind of like evil genius or something and they just don't understand that i'm the person that came out with all this stuff to you know, alert people. And then when I came out with this stuff, that's why the Seth Rich lawsuit started is because those lawyers finally figured that they had something that they could actually go on. So, you know, I've literally gone through different types of lawsuits, never had a lawyer, basically defended myself. Even when I've done depositions for like these big cases, I live streamed the deposition and I went through all my emails and bank accounts and everything live for everyone to see so they could see every single email because i'm a transparent person you know i don't really care about if people are trying to hack into my bank account or something like that it doesn't have a lot of money in it you know i'm not this i'm not the person that they think they that that they think that i am so Mm -hmm. shane seemed like he was trying to get my understanding his my side of things in this liza situation and i I feel like we should have done that before accusing you that would have been a good idea yeah yeah, you know but i wanted to be cool with it you know i've been through this before with other um news media companies like will summer from the daily beast was just messaging me like oh they pulled the article over at the other place and i was like yeah but remember when you wrote that piece of shit that i was the source for and you called me a notorious internet provocateur and said that i was like this evil guy when i'm the mother sucker that gave you all of that stuff in the first place you know like it's because of him that you know this bad reputation of mine is even daily beast associate you with like right-wing stuff is that why they went out because I'm guessing yes. that's their, their thing. Okay. Yeah. Um, and, and now they're interested. I mean, I, I will say this, like the daily beast does have higher journalistic standards clearly than Tim cast, which will publish anything apparently yes. like anything. When I read this, I'm like, 
this is a child could write this. This is a freaking joke. I'd be embarrassed to have this on my website. And by the way, this is another quote. Let me read this out loud to you from the story. It says, this man puts lots of effort into making sure everyone knows who he is. And I will not add to his status. He could very well be reading this out loud on his live stream as we speak with the condescending tone he uses for my stories. I respect the work ethic. Dude live streams all the time and supposedly works at a casino or Uber Eats. Or he's a fed. Or he's the hero in all this and I'm the insane one. Do you talk about him on your podcast? Oh, yeah. We would read the entire stream. We go through the entire threads and stuff like that every day. What threads? Uh, the, the, like, every every article that he's done, we've done a live stream on uh, Griffcast okay. IRL, you know, grifting off of his story. Uh, oh, is that like, that's your YouTube channel is Griffcast IRL? Yes, Griffcast IRL. Yes. Uh, so did you, you changed you, it. You changed it in, in response to this. In response uh, okay. to as soon as Tim Pool did all that, like me and my friend were like, we should call our show Griffcast. So we switched the name of the show and then we've just been like running this gag. But, you know, I don't think I'm going to stop because like literally I my revenue is up through the roof and they I don't have, ever have money. You know who? Oh, that's the thing is that I know Cassandra. I've never asked her to be on their platform because I see me as being a negative influence and not somebody that really truly deserves to go up somewhere like that but then again they put on you know basically anybody and i've never asked cassandra about that you know i've just basically thought from the very get-go that it was just going to be simply a no it it would be dope it would be as eliza would say dope if 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 there was just an episode where like and i'm talking millions of views they would get if it was you and britney venti and jeremy from the quartering and eliza eliza wouldn't show up but they should invite her anyway and just hash it all out that would be like i don't know why tim wouldn't do that it would be easily his highest rated episode of all time he doesn't like trauma i guess i mean I come don't on know beef is with me i made some thumbnails this isn't drama. He had this isn't drama. come on like this isn't like enough enough with calling this drama with like this is a serious issue of censorship on the public square like there's congressional hearings about this sex trafficking like these well, are major issues that this woman has put sure. herself in in 2018, my YouTube channel was deleted completely because of censorship associated with, you know, my reputation. And I lost my Twitter account. And basically, I got censored into nothingness. So I lost yeah. everything. Like, and I've had to claw my way back up from the very bottom. And I still, like, just barely got my original Twitter account back after all of this, these years. So, you know, like, I've been dealing with the censorship for oh, a long time. Oh, I feel you, man. I was, banned, I was banned from Twitter for two years myself. I had to get a new freaking router, a new computer to get on there. You know, Facebook, I, I, uh, we've all been there, you know. But it's interesting with the drama because when I was on there, you guys go and watch that episode we talked about paul pelosi for 30 minutes and we just discussed to me it was the definition of drama like we're on there we're talking about like oh was he having gay sex was he doing this was he doing that it's like this is not this has not paul pelosi has nothing to do with anything and we're sitting there talking about all these theories about like is it a hooker so like this whole we don't do drama thing is nonsense of course we do drama like every and this is not drama like what we're talking about this is a serious freaking issue and I cannot believe that considering the reach that they have, that they they hit the publish button on a story that flat out defames you. Now, they didn't say you by name, in fairness, but 
Go ahead. The what's it called? The day before he released the article, he went on to a podcast called I'm Doing Great, the podcast. Right. And he literally they literally mentioned Manuel DeFango. And he was like, Yes, I am releasing an article about that guy tomorrow. Oh, well, there's a there goes that defense. <laughs> okay. So uh no sir, bro. No sir. And, and you don't want any legal issues with them. You just wanted the no. blog down. You just wanted no, I just down. wanted I just wanted them to like get it right, you know. Like obviously, I know what the real story is, and if he's gonna go talk to Eliza and get her side of things, he could talk to me and at least get my story right. Because that right there, I mean, it's I, it makes me sound like a supervillain. I don't know whether where the black is. There's stuff in there that I've never even heard about myself, and I'm pretty yeah, do up you, on you the defang allure. You okay. own a website where um, it's called their website is stated. This is war shadow boxes, your army. We solve your problem. Is that, is that from your website? No, that's not from my website. That's okay. from the company that I exposed oh, shadow box right. that was trying okay. to get me to work for them doing that sort of shit. So when I exposed the group that was behind it, the Cicado 3301 folks, that's the word document that they sent me that I released to say, this is what these guys said that they're going to do. And then guess what? For pretty much five years, I've had all of those people coming after me doing exactly what that document was, because when they handed me that document, it wasn't them telling me that this is what we were going to do for a living. It was them saying, if you cross us and try to expose us, this is what we're going to do to you. Mm, I see. Okay. And that's what's happened over time. Like this BX bullet person that Shane talked to was literally in contact with this Thomas Schoenberger character that was, the ringleader of the cicada organization. And that's behind all of the stock. It is. (laughs) And the main thing is to think about is like, I got a restraining order against this guy slash protection order. This dude named Tonga Schoenberger that basically has spread all of these lies about me saying that I'm like a hacker and I was going to do all this stuff. If you read, are you a hacker? Do you hack into shit? No, I don't. Okay. Yeah. I'm an IT professional. Okay. So, like I fix computers, I take like pieces of plastic out and then I put new pieces of plastic in, you know, sometimes they tell me, Hey, you need to replace that thing over there. So I take it out of the box, put a new one in. Um, did you, you create know? a website called Helen Troy Cause Shane says you did. Yes, we did. So, okay. uh, I was on my live stream and we were re- researching the, that website name and we realized that it wasn't registered. So I purchased oh. it and then I said, Hey guys, I'm going to show you how good my hosting company dreamhost.com is. I purchased it within 30 minutes. I had that website up and available for people to see, which is funny this- because that website never existed. It was on wix.com and it was always a coming soon page. For the entire That's time that it existed, Helen, because so, most people would have an of in there, Helen of Troy. Yeah, but that's their name. That's the name that was listed on one of uh, Eliza Blue's Model Mayhem profiles. So I purchased it for seven ninety nine, grifted the money off the chat to pay for it, and then <laughs> set up a quick little website just to show people that yes, I can do that. And yeah. it was live. Took less than thirty minutes. You know, um, finish. Yeah, so let me read this. It says on a recent live stream, Gangstalker created the website. Okay, so that's true. It was registered on February 2nd and populated with old photos of Eliza Blue. Eliza does remember modeling for them years ago, but I talked to a model who would like to remain anonymous who'd been involved with Helen Troy modeling. Supposedly, they shut down a long time ago. There is no Helen Troy modeling. What's he talking about? You just made it up, didn't you? Like, no, it was on her website as a booking, and she had that website listed on her model mayhem profile as her like agent for book who's the model eliza 
He goes, but I talked to a model who would like to remain anonymous. So that's Eliza. This is like, this is in the, look at like, look, check, this is the freaking story. He actually wrote it right here. Um, I talked to a model who would like to remain anonymous who'd been involved with Helen Troy modeling. So he, this, that, like, this is unethical. Like to just say like, it's fucking Eliza. Say it's Eliza. That's your fucking source. Oh my God. There's cause I'm like, there's no freaking like every, anyone could read this. Like, this is not serious. There's no grown up. Takes no, it's not serious. serious at all. Now, I, I thought it was a pretty good ad for, you know, I thought it was a pretty good ad for my hosting company. That's true. <laughs> now, um, can I, just in your opinion, why is he doing this? Like he, does he believe this or is he just want to protect her? I think he truly actually believed it. And then he spoke to Cassandra after me and her spoke about, you know, like just how deep it goes because the people that were stalking me are now stalking one of her friends pretty terribly. He had to go into a mental hospital. Stalking one of whose friends? Uh, Cassandra's friends who she was involved with during the WikiLeaks occasion. He's a guy I've actually met myself too back in the day. And Oh, uh, so that's what he was referencing in there before, but you send someone to a mental institution. Yeah. So like they thought that I am involved with that little group that was doing all that, but that's not the case. I got out of that like in 2018 and those people have been after me ever since. And I keep trying to like evangelize and tell people to stay the F away from these people. Don't get into these poison things. Cause it's just a group of criminals that are trying to get money out of your pocket. And when you become basically useless to them, they will literally try to stalk you until you a check out or B, you know? Yeah. So I mean, I just, I, I couldn't believe I've never read Sheen before and I never will again after this. I don't know if he always writes like this, uh, but what did you think of his first two stories? Like same um, shit. We made, I guess we made fun of it. Like I honestly thought he could have done a lot of a better of a job with actually delivering information. Cause this is literally just kind of like a recant, a retelling with a little bit of extra information on what we already freaking knew. And I mean, there's no way that they can prove her early trafficking story, which to me sounds like a lot like she was a junkie and she was selling herself. And then, you know, she kind of overdosed, which is what I don't know. I've seen happen to people in the past. So, or just a I, party girl that just yeah, a party girl. Around. Yeah. When I knew her back in the day, like that's what she oh, was. She was a party girl. She oh, you knew her there. back in the day. Yeah, that's the thing that, that made my thread so big. That's why a lot of people didn't realize that it was important. Is that because I never got to see your thread? I heard of your thread. I never saw it. Uh, see, back in two thousand and seven, me and her used to be on this popular website for live streaming called StickAm.com, and both of us had shows on this channel one of my shows with was with a guy named brennan aka cyber 54 and we used to go hang out with like scene kids so like the same scene she was in and she was following around with guys like jeffrey star that's how i met these people because like i was oh. a tag along with my friend brennan and not really my scene but i was a young guy at the time and honestly there wasn't anything else cool going on so i figured might as well just experience thing and that's the kind of person i am is like I will go just like do stuff just to experience things and have fun. And that's when I met her, you know, like she was a very different person back then. And I was an advocate for sex trafficking survivors and things of that nature. And I was trying to expose the CD underbelly on websites like Stickam that basically were predators were going there and grooming young girls, sending them donations and stuff when they're like underage and stuff and things of that nature. And that 
like really kind of put me off and they didn't even have like age verification or anything like that. So it really irked me because this girl that I remember that used to be basically like a Gliss Lane type Maxwell character acquiring young females and boys for uh, these uh, artists. She was basically like the head groupie. That was Eliza. Yeah. And she, if you could, if you did not, like past her test, you weren't going back to the after party. They didn't care basically how old you were. It was always about how cool you were. And I mean, I saw it with my own freaking eyeballs, right? Like this is the thing that made my thread. I think the hitter was because I was like, I saw her doing this kind of stuff. Like, you know, she was almost pimping other people, not being pimped. Okay. And even more so like when she got, excommunicated out of the scene it was because of this because she just kept lying and making up stories having issues with drugs and things until she ended up having to go back home and just reinvented herself as this eliza side character where she got married went on american idol tried to go on a project runway and just you know kept on going this she's she's a character that people have known about when she was eliza cuts like she's well documented on what she did. Now, can we pr- disprove her original trafficking story? No, but could she prove it? No, but you no, know, like yeah. what what it sounds like well, to you, me. And you her are a witness. You you compared her to uh, Galen Maxwell. And that's yeah, a pretty. Like, he- so that's a heavy hitting, yeah, yeah. That's a heavy hitting accusation, right? Yeah, like, you yeah. know, and I don't have a problem coming forward and saying that because I'm like, yo, there's other people out there that could say and corroborate the same thing that I'm saying. There's people that were a part of her group, the world's most hated crew, that all are aware of what the hell was going on there. And it was drugs, and it was them hanging out, doing whatever. And then you had Jeffree Star all up in the mix, who has had a lot of allegations over the years. And many of those allegations actually probably involve your girl, especially if they're in that time frame. Because I mean, that's she wild. was literally with them the entire time. So she was like the head hoe, essentially, and she would get, other, other you know hoes. girls recruit other ones and be like okay Gold, you're good girls guys sleep with him sleep with whoever this celebrity yeah, is that i'm gonna pretty plur you know peace love unity respect you know did it matter oh wow. guy girl <laughs> sex to sex to them you wow. know like very wow. hedonistic type lifestyle and i mean even even more so it's like i checked out on her and what got me even to talking about her in the first place was back in 2020 on a completely different uh, Twitter account called get my life. She had started talking about her advocacy. So I started reaching out to her cause I wanted to bring her on the show, possibly, you know, like figure out what her story is and then see if she's actually got a real story. So then she could be passed off to guys like uh Gabe Hoffman from an open secret, you know, who actually work really well with these types of survivors. And he's gone and he's gone after her too, I believe. Exactly. So like uh, when he was actually going after her, I was always ba- also asking questions, but with another different Twitter account that got suspended because it kept happening. Cause you know, they permanently spend you, you make another account. They're just going to, yeah, they, they, they track your IP. You. They know yeah. who you are. Yeah. yeah. So, you know, it's like, you got to change all the, I've been, so like, I've been there before. Yeah. Okay. So, you know, like, you, you know, understand. And, you know, I go through all that stuff. It's fine. And with this situation, like, I started asking your questions. And at first, I didn't recognize who she was until I said, okay, we're going to do a deep dive. I did the deep dive on her. And I was just like, oh, wait a minute. Oh, yes. 
I do know who this girl was. Oh, you remember you know? her. So and I clicked. started remembering and it clicked and I was just like, okay, I got to play this one differently because I wanted to get her story. I wanted to at least help her make sure that, you know, if she was going to do it, be an advocate, she was going to be cool that her story was tight. So like I was lightly trolling her, putting like my chemical romance lyrics on her posts and stuff. And then, you know, whenever she would say that she was like doing something huge that she never did, actually, I would like troll that, like quote tweet it. And then finally she bought me. And I think it was on like the 26th of December boxing day after Christmas. And I'm not even sure what I said, but I think it was like, you know, again, with the My Chemical Romance lyrics, and she finally was fed up. So I was like, all right, well. What'd she do? She blocked her? Yeah, so she blocked me, and I just started putting, I put together a thread of some of the more juicy elements. The the infamous thread came out, and what was that? Did that happen in early January? No, that was on December 26th of 2020. Oh, of 2020, that thread came out. Oh. 2022. Sorry, 2022. Okay, maybe. 2022. Okay, all right. So that was before a couple of weeks before the Tim Cast appearance, but it didn't gain that much traction until yeah. It's who was the first? Hit. Okay, so she was the first big account to retweet it, and then the quarter sees it, and then everyone's talking about it. Um, mm-hmm. and then it disappears, and then it, just, yeah, then it, it got taken down. Did did you get a note? Did you get any notification about why it was taken down? I got suspended. So like the day that it got taken down, like I hadn't had any issues on the account, no deletions, no nothing. And then I got, I got ballsy. And then I said that like, I quote tweeted something at Ella Irwin. And I was just like the level of narcissism, nepotism, and you know, like some, some other word that was pretty cool. Um, (laughs) At Twitter right now is at levels that Vijay Gotti could have only ever dreamed of. It's so true though. Yeah, it was true. And then, like, within 15 minutes, I was banned, like, permanently suspended. The count's gone. And I was just like, oh. So I obviously totally just relaxed, did not make another account, and then uh, just kind of hung out under my new name. And then all of a sudden, somebody tweeted at me, and they were like, yo, uh, did you see this? And my other account was back. Oh, wow. (laughs) Well, I my mean, main account, my original account that got suspended unjustly, they just made me delete one tweet and then, you know, I'm back. Oh, and you didn't. Oh, so it just came back with Elon, basically. Yeah. But the thing is, is like the account that my original account was Defango, just Defango. But the one that I did the thread on was Manuel Defango. Oh, OK. <laughs> is that your real name, by the way, Manuel? Yeah, Manuel Chavez okay. the third. Where are you from? Where, where, where do you where do you live? Oh, Arizona. Um, Arizona. Now I live. Okay. I I'm from Arizona, but I live in Nevada now, up in Carson City, like northern okay. Nevada. I like the snow and the cold. Oh, it snows up there. Yes. Mm. Yeah, I'm very far away from Las Vegas. I was gonna say seven, I've been to Vegas for it's really hot. But yeah, da- Vegas is hot up here. It's nice. It doesn't really get over like ninety degrees ever. But during the winter time, it's snowing. Like there's snow outside right now. Right. And so, yeah, I mean, th- basically this whole back and forth, this conversation happens. I assumed like you were just going to have some fun with this until you're like, wait a minute, this whole fucking thing is about me. This man never even contacted me. He's clearly insinuating or he's stating flat out that I'm I'm the person who's doing this. Psyop. Did you talk to a lawyer or did you just go right to them directly and you had a good relationship with Cassandra and she helped you out? Um, I just tweeted at Tim, him and Cassandra and Cassandra, you know, reached out to me via DM. And then I think from there, I was just talking to her about her friend and she was just like, yeah, we're going to get this like figured out. But, you know, I can't get a hold of Shane right now, you know, so but in the morning he'll call you. And he did call me and then he messaged her and then he's been out of contact ever since. Like and then she hasn't been able to get a hold of him, which is the reason that 
How's she you been able to get hold of the who? article uh, of, of Shane? Shane. Oh, so Shane's not answering. Yeah, so, so he's not answering. So she pulled the article off the website. That's why it's down right now. He's not answering to his boss. Yeah, so <laughs> he isn't picking up the phone or answering any emails or text messages right now. So he, he most likely he's, he's, he's writing. No, most likely he's writing, basically. And I mean, I wouldn't say he's done as long as, you know, the damage has already been it's done. A but, fireable offense. In my, if, if any, you, know, if you did that any other place, you'd be fired, except for the Boston Globe. Then you get a raise. Well, this but, isn't any other place. I mean, but, you know, it's not like I can't afford to go to Tim Poole's house to be on his TV show anyway. So, you know, I would much rather just them correct the article. You know, I don't. Yeah. I guess, you know, it is my fault. This is my problem, even though guys like Mersh were talking about it apparently before me and I had no idea. And then we had like other people that I actually mentioned in my thread that said there was like this sexy Alice Rose girl who seems to be a sex worker that was talking about this in 2021. And then obviously Gabe he had a pretty popular thread that was out there. So it's not like people haven't asked these questions. It's just that nobody really clicked on it until I decided to put together a very strong timeline saying, you know, this is a person that has been forever trying to be famous by any means necessary morphing yep. their appearance and who they are to fit the narrative and now they're saying that they were, they were trafficked when it's very clear to me that they were a stripper that became a prostitute that decided that you know what i don't like what i did for myself and you know i want to reinvent myself and you know you could do that but she could still be an advocate for these people without like having to you know finagle a story together okay you know like there's so many people out there that could use help in these types right. of right you know, like you could just say that like you know i've met victims of se you know sex trafficking i'd like to help them out but instead she centers herself as like i am the victim of self i'm the most famous one and you've seen on some of her tweets that i've i've, I've highlighted before of her like calling out other women you're not a sex trafficking victim how did i'm sex trafficked you know, like I, that, that it was literally her whole identity. She couldn't stop talking about it, everything she did. And as we're seeing now, like there's zero evidence of it. And Shane was supposed to be the guy that was going to investigate it. Instead, we get 20,000 words of gobbledygook about AI. Like this whole freaking paragraph is like a back and forth conversation they have about robots. I don't like nobody came to read about that, dude. I don't know what you're doing. Instead of investigating, you know, his story, he just allows her to promote herself. She goes, the year is 2050 is imprinted in her brain, a deadline she has set for herself to end labor trafficking worldwide. It's like, you're still going with this? Dude, it's over. Like, everybody knows she's bullshit. Like, what are you, what are you doing? So, yeah. <laughs> I, I mean, if, if I'm Tim Cast, I'm like, I don't, Tim, if you're, if, if, if this gets back to Tim, if he hears this, like, dude, well, I, I, I have a lot of respect for Tim. I've told him this. Um, I've messaged him about this, and I'm like, look, people aren't mad at Tim, and I don't know if you agree with this. They're just like disappointed. They're just like, dude, we look, people look up to you. People look up to you as a beacon of truth, uh, as somebody who has built his brand on uh, going after censors, uh, criticizing the powerful, and people are genuinely disappointed because it appears as if you are your organization has the power to tell the truth about this woman, but is literally going out of its way to not only cover it up, but lie. Like this whole thing is just like, this is just a lie about you that was published today. And eventually it's like, he can do whatever he wants his business, but I think it would be better for him and for everyone. If he just 
was honest about this and had you on and had all these other people on. Yeah, I think that would probably, I guess, help with the situation. But I mean, there's already been a lot of damage done. I mean, I think that the YouTube community really did come together to like uh, fix this situation. But there was a lot of infighting and some drama that like ultimately happened. And, you know, so, so people's feelings got hurt and stuff. But I'm a realist, man. Like Tim hasn't really Tim didn't get into any of the Jack Murphy stuff. And this is even closer to home and. I just like it doesn't doesn't seem like that's going to be something that he would do based on what his history has been. Although but I it's think like, it would be awesome. Initially, like, his whole thing was like, I'm just not going to talk about it. But then he came out with that whole rant, the unhinged rant about uh, what do he say? That this was a, a big PR firm and and people were like, what the fuck is he yeah, talking, he was talking about? about me, dude? He was talking. about. So, me. yeah, because that that was obviously uh, what's his, Shane had his ear by then. And Shane's like, here's what I've come up with in my research and tim just runs with it i'm sure he probably didn't look that much into it he trusts shane obviously uh i would hope for his sake and his company's sake that like that trust has been broken now <laughs> and like you need to watch this guy a little more but even though he's warhol-esque in his words and he you know uses he has one sentence paragraphs and he thinks he's a lot deeper than he actually is um there was no substance in any of this and i think it hurt his brand overall i mean but what he did to you is just like wow i mean you're pretty cool about it i gotta be honest like i would not be as cool with you uh cool about it, it as before. you are well you i mean i pan when it happened to me with the daily beast yeah i probably reacted in the in the wrong way but now i know how to react to this sort of thing so you know cool calm collected not really <laughs> getting crazy about it just find somebody that you can talk to that's on the inside and get something done right like if i had to call somebody i would but what do i need a lawyer for in this particular juncture yeah well it's I just mean, like a pain in the ass you just yeah, want it's it down. A pain in the ass yeah. like if i it, it, it's not that even i want it down i just want it to be correct that's it you know like uh, if I mean, they want to try to eviscerate me eviction no problem you're not the first person and you probably won't be the last person but honestly i'm not going anywhere <laughs> Yeah. I mean, look at this paragraph. If the death of my career looks like me standing up for a woman who I believe to be a survivor of sex trafficking, who's endeared years of abuse, who has scars on her face from that abuse, who would now have been ridiculed by the internet for being a supposed liar, then so be it. I mean, talk about white knight shit, dude. Like, dude, cringe, 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 cringe. The whitest like, of knights. Yeah. I mean, dude, like he needs an intervention. He needs some friends or somebody like, dude, this is, I mean, Cassandra's got to get a lot of people don't like uh, have been up my ass about Cassandra too. I like Cassandra. Cassandra's the one to book me on the show. Um, but I do think that they need to address this. Yeah, I know. I think they need to address this. I mean, she, she's doing work right now, at least, you know, in my eyes, she did exactly what I hope she would do and at least take it down. For right. Her. Yes. While, I think that's a good thing. You know, she while they figure out what they're going to be doing <laughs> moving forward, you know, like, honestly, I just, if they're going to, write about me reach out to me i've had a lot of people that don't even reach out to me and then just write horrible things about me that like i literally have mountains of evidence like it'd be like hey here call me on skype real quick and then you know i'll screen share with you and i'll just pull it up you know what do you want to see oh here here and then like that's the way that i am with them because you know like i ain't got nothing to hide number one and number two like i'd rather people just understand that like I've been through this and it was never my intention to have Eliza blue feel like, you know, she was getting gang stalked and getting death threats. And I honestly think now from what I've heard from Mrs. Fairbanks is that, you know, like 
they're actually getting targeted by probably almost the same kind of group of people that has been targeting me for a while. That's just like trolls, you know, like the they're just cars. trolls. Yeah, but trolls. the like, thing is, there's people out there that there's real people involved in this situation that are doing it. But I think that like the bad stuff, the, the death threats and things of that nature, that's like, always relegated to a very small group of people. It, like I got this. I mean, I'm a smaller scale than them. I get this is a message I get today um, on my uh, phone. I had to get another phone too, because too many people figured this one out. Um, it says, how'd you feel when you gave her HIV, you breed her pig, you better watch your back because people are coming after you. Then he sends me a link to my address and he says that, um, someone I'm like, who are you? Like someone whose life you ruined, uh, you're, if this person doesn't get money from, if I don't get money from you, then good luck staying alive. And so like, it's like, you know what I mean? It's like, so it's words. It's ultimately, this guy's not going to do shit to me. Fuck him. And all those people must, they're not going to do shit. I just hate the whole hiding behind like, oh, we're getting death threats. It's a leftist move. It's like the AOC thing. Oh my God, my life is in danger. You can't criticize me because you people are trying to kill me. It's stochastic terrorism. When you say mean things about me, it's like, st don't do Like, it's a bad look when people start doing that. Oh, yeah, for sure. That's the thing that I've never tried to do. You know, like people would laugh and say, oh, well, I've been stalked by a gang, but, you know, I'm not going to try to, like, give credence to the whole gang stalker ideology. I know it's just like a group of people that I got involved with from a puzzle that have just been trying to, like, destroy me because I exposed who they were and, you know, what kind of evil shit that they're doing. And now this is like five years later after I first exposed it. Nobody gave a shit. Now people are starting to realize that it's a problem. But in error they're trying to put it on me like i'm the one that's doing it dude i live stream like six to eight hours a day when do i have time yeah well is no i for a living i work in it so i have contracts with uh it's only uh, so many got, hours in a day you stream yeah, for six to eight hours yeah so like normally i streamed about six to eight hours and then i do contract work so like it'll only be like an hour two hours sometimes maybe up to six hours depending and i get it scheduled out so like i do government contracts with like ups uh the fcc i replace computer equipment for like fortune 500 companies and then if i need extra money if they're like during the winter time there's not a lot of work so you know i go do doordash which is where the uber eats comment comes from oh but, like, that's what that was about you know okay. like me used to saying like YouTube is my job. Like I never asked for money, never did any it of that. It seemed personal. Stuff. It seemed like Shane really doesn't like you. Yeah, well, yeah, it did seem like he doesn't like me, but I think he just had the wrong idea. And because you seem like a nice guy, you seem really. First of all, you seem sharp. Like you seem like you're the kind of guy that can back up everything you say. That you have a file for everything. You can document it, and you you're you are not out for revenge or anything like that. You're being very generous, I think, quite frankly. And so he had never. But he had talked. Had he ever talked to you before? No. So he just thought. So you, in your opinion, he really believed the words that he put on that paper. Yeah. So then I think after he started talking to Cassandra about what was happening with her friend and how the same thing happened to me. And then he's accusing me of doing that thing. Uh, he was like, she's like, you're wrong. You really need to like turn around on this one because like, I actually know this guy. And yep what you're saying is just like completely false about like this, you know, it doesn't make any sense. It's, it's not believable in any, you know, like true sense of the word. I mean, if anything, I could probably point out to you, you know, who it is or, you know, which accounts are the real bad ones, but like, what is that really going to like solve at this point? 
There's no PR company that's running this. I mean, it's just a couple of bad actors. So you don't you don't run a PR company. Going, yeah, I don't run a PR company. Well, where did that come from? The when PR I released company. the documents on Shadowbox, that's what it was supposed to be. Is Shadowbox oh. was a PR company, right? Yeah. And Trevor Fitzgibbons and Thomas Schoenberger were involved with that company far before I ever actually showed up. They apparently actually started it in 2016 under the name Troll Inc. And if you go to my Substack, topango.substack.com, I have emails from myself and another individual that was embedded into the their organization named Richard, where it basically shows how these guys indoctrinated him and tried to indoctrinate me and like goes over kind of exactly how like the entire operation was work. And it even includes everything that I gave to all the lawyers um, on the Seth Rich case and any subsequent cases. And it's literally like my email, email files. So you could go through and see that they all get verified by Google and shit. So it's not like I'm, I don't have the details and this is exactly what I've sent out to like Rocco Castorio, who used to be associated with Tim pool. You know, like uh, Rocco used to work for those guys back okay. in the day in the subverse days. And now he's actually posting that stuff. So like some of this stuff that they're finding came from Rocco. And I literally sent that stuff to Rocco because he said he was going to be investigating it and he was going to help me expose these people. And then he turns it around and basically says, here, the Stefango guy's a liar. Look, he's a gang stalker. And th- this is how this information actually gets trafficked to Tim Pool. Like they were already aware of this stuff coming out and it seems very clearly it seems very clear to me that tim saw this stuff was aware of it because i emailed him about it asking for help a long time ago and obviously got ignored because i was a nobody and you know now i actually have you know like you're not a nobody anymore you're at the center of this freaking story yeah you know i (laughs) definitely didn't want to be but you know i sent you a link in the private chat to this one uh document it's one of the emails on my stub stack which actually shows you that i ain't you know bluffing it's literally the email dump of everything and it even has the email address for rocco at the nose.net where you could see that like it's the stuff it's everything right like okay. this is all of the stuff and i yeah. have it there so anybody could download it right and this isn't the first time that i posted it all it's just the most recent time because like some places take it down because you know like it's got like business emails and shit in it from when I was working for a company called Firesight and pretty much all of my other emails. So it's like very people can learn a lot about me and everything. And I just kind of put it all out there in the open. Mm-hmm. So, you know, if you've ever seen anybody that's willing to do something like that, please let me know. Because if not, you know, like I don't think that people understand like the type of person that they're dealing with. I don't operate like regular people. You know, I on the alpha male kick. I'm more of a signal male type person. I do things <laughs> differently. I wish other people would do the same things as me. I have no problems with putting people on blast, and at the same time, I put myself on blast. Yeah, I, I do wonder. This is a good question, uh, Lauren Lagoon asks. Why is Shane's wife not stepping in and telling? Like, if, I, if I was her husband, like her, her, his wife, I'd be like, dude, this is weird. Like, what are we doing? Like, do you, are you, are you in love with this one? A lot of people have compared it to the guy that felt that thinks the stripper likes him. And I think it's pretty, now that we know she is, she was a stripper too. And that came out in one of the stories. Yes. Uh, and, and she is having a complete meltdown on Twitter. Cause after the Candace Owens video came out and uh, that when Tim initially said that he is going to, that he's like, like he's had enough of this too. 
she's shitting her pants i think and she's like all she has left is shane god knows what she's saying to shane at that farm like like she will not let him publish something that is you know tells the truth or, or suggests that she's lying about any of this she's like world star google youtube and twitter have removed the world star video they removed the video a while ago post whatever negative words about me memes that you want i don't care i'd prefer folks not post sexual image of me like like from the world star video that she got paid for i haven't asked for censorship of words <laughs> just pictures okay any screenshot or repost of the world star video that she got paid for specifically can get your account in trouble on multiple platforms that's a threat like it can get you in trouble i wouldn't do it these are not my rules and it's not a threat yes it is i'm just letting you know because there is confusion. I don't understand why folks would want to post sexualized imagery of me. There was never a reason to post nude, partially nude or sexual. Uh, there was because the whole purpose of it was to show that you're not honest about who you are. Um, I'm a survivor of tr human trafficking. I'm not particularly sure if it was about my body that folks wanted to see so badly. I'm so hot. I'm so fucking hot. It just wanted my body. This stunt didn't prove I'm not a survivor of human trafficking. I am a survivor. Okay, because you are. All right. God did that. She's big into God. I feel so digitally, sexually exploited. <laughs> That's like what digitally? Like, did you get fingered? What the fuck does that mean? Digitally exploited on a massive scale that it's hard to articulate. My body and trauma has one. That video's been out for seven years. You heard her. She loved it. Yo, that shit was dope, dog. That shit was awesome. And she claimed, and I think part two, that. She doesn't remember doing that video because she was high. She goes, it looks like I was on something. Therefore, and that should be everyone's thing. Like, well, personally, I had videos leaked about me about 18 months ago, cranking it, unfortunately. And uh, now that I know this, I should have just said I was sex trafficked. I'm like, hey, I was high in that video. Traffic, dude. I was yeah. high on PCP. Yeah, I was yeah take that down. Traffic. Everybody, yeah, you're going to jail if you share that video of me cranking it. I was high as shit and I was on PCP. Uh, apparently works if, if you're Eliza blue. I mean, it's like folks think that I have power that I didn't. You do though. I don't have any way to stop what is currently even happening. My entire fight. This is on. So the, she posts that two days ago and then she posts yesterday, even more shit. Oh, this was the one I need brave men to stand up for me right now, please. I'm what am I begging not? I'm, you. I'm not brave. What? Oh, you're this not bitch. brave. Apparently, uh, I'm not brave because I'm not standing up for this bitch. Yeah, I mean, it, it, it's like basically this is her clinging on. When she saw the Candace thing and the Tim thing, she's like, "Fuck, I need brave men." Shane, where are you, Shane? Shane, you gotta help save us. I mean, this just sounds. This is like you're losing it. The last—that's the first time over the last three weeks that I've asked anyone to help me or stand up for me. I need brave men like Shane. Won't you save me, Shane? I'll give you a free lap dance. Um. And so, yeah, today I've decided to change How about this one. I decided to change my story. That's normal. Yeah, that, I have that been happens a, every day. <laughs> the survivors like she's just destroying herself. And then Shane puts out that article and it's like, dude, do you have any idea how this looks? And apparently he just doesn't give a shit, but it's going to be interesting to see how he rebounds from this. I'll be watching it. Uh, the vast majority of the world doesn't give a fuck. If I was to like tell my mother about this, She'd be like, what? 
what is who who is Defango? What who is Eliza? Like the vast majority of people have no idea any of this shit's going on and don't care. But I find it fascinating. I'm not going to lie, so I cover it. Yeah, a lot of people find it fascinating. I mean, it's really the cultural movement because there has been people that have been like survivors that are fake in the past and the SRA movements. We saw it throughout the Pizzagate era and other like things that came after that. So like it's not like what she's doing is new. It's just that nobody's ever really done it to the level that she has been able to make it. And I mean, she's gotten all the way up to like guys like Elon Musk to bring into her fight. Right. Mm-hmm. And she's taking credit for a lot of stuff that she hasn't done. I mean, like the getting thing rid of child porn, getting rid of child porn, that 13 year old kid that she talks about with the Twitter video or whatever, that was like or Layla Micklewaite that actually did that. She was fighting for that for a very, very long time before Eliza even knew about it. Interesting fact, I actually connected those two together, and now I feel bad about it. Uh, Eliza Blue and Lila, because I didn't feel like she was going to tell me, so I was like, maybe if I, you know, bring up a chick, and I was like, you know, Lelia Mickaway is a person that's fighting against stuff, so, like, that's part of how they got connected together, is I put them two together. Yeah. I figured, okay, well, you know, maybe this chick will be able to get a little bit more information. You know, she seems pretty nice, and I mean, they worked together and it seemed like everything was going pretty good, but she never actually expounded upon her story with her and then started taking credit for her work. And then that like, you know, I think Layla didn't really say much about it and kind of was cool with it. But one day when I made a video about it, she finally like unfollowed her and just been has been silent about it. What's up? We have have our friend. How are you? I am great. How are you? Good, I can man. smell the cologne from here. Wow. You both smell amazing. Oh, thank you very much. Thank <laughs> you. So, uh, Farron has been following the story uh, very well. Uh, she's been all over it. We just kind of met this week through this whole situation. And uh, what do you uh, what do you got to add to this? What do you think? Um. So when I see the journalists are asking for a quote, uh, read the three articles. That's the quote. Um, one of the articles has just been taken down. We heard, I guess read one of the two articles. Uh, but, uh, it's one of these things where it's like, okay, like if you want me to, you know, if that's the quote of the one and two articles, um, uh, let's go. (laughs) Let's box bitch. Um, that's, that's my thing. Uh, number one, but number two, I I want everybody to remember though, this is the main reason why this whole article was supposed to happen. Um, if you remember in the Tim cast episode where she said, you know, come out, come out to the, come out to the farm, have a few laughs. (laughs) Oh, we played it. We played it. Yeah. Okay. So, so, you know, like, you know, let's have a few laughs. Bring your wife. Yeah, exactly. And I, coming from not one, not two, not three articles, know exactly what happens on a day-to-day basis. I don't know what time she wakes up. I don't know if she barrels hay. I don't know if they're they're doing corn or soybean or cows or what kind of farm they're doing. I mean, the whole thing was supposed to be how the farm is supposed to be day-to-day and bring your overalls and your boots and your buckets and all this other crap. I, I still, to this day... Have no idea. And Shane even said um, from 
the what was the what was the podcast of fango the feeling good or whatever the hell it was yeah the feeling good podcast the pod it's called right i'm feeling good the podcast i'm feeling good the podcast and yes folks i'm i was quoting diehard come out to the pool have a few laughs i was definitely quoting that um and and it is a christmas movie folks it's my favorite christmas it is um but uh (laughs) it was one of these things where like when 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 he said you know, like the whole thing, you know, was going to be, you know, oh, like, you know, um, it was, I, I was out there to do a, a whole piece, but then it had to turn into an interrogation. Bro, like, bro. That's what, that, that's, that's what, that's what uh, Eliza said. No, that's what Shane said. Oh, Shane said that. Oh, Shane right. said, Shane said that he was out there and he was all comfortable to do this, like, you know, this, this big piece about, you know, how she lives her life. And then uh, it turned into an interrogation. So he and, actually, I'm this really tough reporter that I'm not going to give her any favors. I'm a gumshoe. I'm going to no, get to the box. Actually, the way that I took, the way that I took it, Aiden, was that you don't know how to do your job because first of all, um, in journalism, it's kind of always an interrogation, yeah. like always number one. And number two, the fact that it turned into a puff piece or it it went from a puff piece to having to be, you know, the news changed. So it had to be, were you this? Were you that? What years were you sex trafficked? What years were you this? That's the way that journalism goes. And I'll tell you why. Um, I used as a reporter, I mean, my very first, uh, my second reporting job in South Bend, Indiana, there was a big shooting at Purdue, okay, where it was. A student shot another student and a a professor. And I had to go to the house of the parents because the the student, this one guy, he he shot another student, the professor, and then shot himself. So three dead. They were like, you need to go to the parents' house of the shooter. And I'm like, okay, this sucks, but all right. Um, I was out there. I, I was like with my photographer and I was like, let's just wait for everybody to leave. And then we'll go to the front door because we don't want to like bombard these people, these, I mean, these poor people. I mean, there's still humanity in all of this and everybody left. I waited. My photographer was like, okay, everybody's gone. Let's go. And I was like, nope, I want to wait two hours, waited two hours, went to the front door. And I was like, Hey, I'm with the press. I don't want to talk about what happened. I want to talk about who your son was as a person that nobody got to know. Let's talk about that. I was the only one that got the interview and the reason, well, no, the reason why, and you know, this Aiden as a journalist is that you have to somehow find the level of humanity in all of this. Okay. You have to connect, but at the same time during that interview, I had to say, okay, so your son was amazing. Your son was great. All this other crap. You, you kind of bring it to the forefront of, you know, let me know who this kid was. But then why did he shoot people? So that's where I feel with Shane, whereas, okay, fine. She's great. She's wonderful. She's got cats. She's got, but so then why do you think that people are calling her a liar? And I didn't feel that from the article. Ever. He acted like he was, he would, he would play devil's exactly. advocate here and there. Exactly. He'd be like, well, people are saying this about you, but they were all like softball setup questions. And it was, it she- was, it was people. You, you, you just hit the hit hit the nail on the fucking head. It's people are saying this. Yeah. It wasn't. Why is your son a shooter? Why is your daughter a liar? 
then yeah. why is she why is she a sex trafficking victim why is she this you hit the nail on the freaking head and that's what a journalist is supposed to do exactly well, thank you i'm trying my best i'm no shane cashman but i'm working <laughs> on it you know oh, uh, i've God, also never no, had to like have to pull, try that hard I've, I've never had to pull a story down after 24 hours either so i got mm -hmm. that going for me uh i do wonder just from your background as a journalist is this a fireable offense? Is Shane getting fired? Because I think he should. I mean, this I, like, how do you not lose your job over this? Um, and the fact that, um, you know, I, I've talked to Defango. Um, he was the, I, I, I assume the first call after all this happened. And I told him that the, he has a very good case for libel. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I told him that um, the fact that he was never called. He was never reached out to. Unbelievable that he was never called. Unbelievable. When I when he told me that's like, what I told him. I, I wow. said the fact that the fact that this was able to actually go to print and and mind you though I think my biggest thing is I think he thought hey I'm safe I'm cool I never said his name. Johnny Depp won his case without his name ever being mentioned. He also said his name in a podcast the night before. I haven't heard it yet. Defango said he heard it. Uh, and other people have sent the same thing to me that he did say it. Like, this is who I'm talking about. So yeah. he, and, and there was, there was stuff in there that was so specific about the Uber driver and like all this shit that could only be him. Yeah. I mean, but again, Johnny Depp won the case here in the United mm. States yep. with his name never being mentioned. Everybody knew it was him. Oh, she and, never and mentioned you, him in the Washington post article or wherever. Not, once i didn't know that i didn't know that his name was never and mind you i was here in dc covering that case too i was actually in the courtroom for a day watching the entire thing happen his name was not mentioned once during that and, did, and that's did, did her lawyers try to bring that up that no you know, but that, oh. that would have ruined their case because it was so obvious it their case okay. Okay. it was so obvious that it was him yeah. and actually, who else was she married to at the time exactly Exactly. But right. like, that's, that's the point that I, that I told Defango. I said, I mean, first of all, the, the, you know, I understand like where, you know, they bring the article down, but I mean, at the same time to, to be putting this out there and to be putting out all these allegations when a lot of these allegations come from multiple different probes of what's going on around the internet. Okay. That's number one. Number two, um, I had a long talk with Defango after the phone call with Shane. And I said, okay, walk me through everything of, of the article. And Defango's like, oh, that's crazy. Is, is <laughs> that's what he's Shane got a, had He's got a pretty good attitude about it. If I, like right. I would not be as well if giving us him. But, but here's the thing is, is, is Defango's like, oh, he, he's like, First. oh, that, that's what Shane just had me do. And I'm like, that's what Shane should have had you do. Before he yes. published. Totally. I mean, I've been That's defamed by four by like random Twitter eggs who don't matter. Who are just like, you're a pedophile. You're this and that. But not on a big website like Tim Cast. Like that is so irresponsible. And and here's yeah. the problem is, is that, you know, with Tim, this is the problem when you have Tim Cast as your company. Okay. And you have a journalist like Shane, you know, putting what do you it mean? out on your website. Well, his, his name is... This is, what I'm saying is the, the problem is, is, is his, oh, name, is his name is his name is in the company. Right. Yeah. Right, right. Right. And he's putting it out on his website. So Tim mm -hmm. is basically the owner of all of it. Right. And Tim likes to pride himself. And, 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 and trust me, I, I, yeah, you're right. I, Shane would not get sued 
Tim Cast would get sued if you 100%. weren't so forgiving. Right, right, right. 100%. That's who I would go after. Yeah. And well, they that's who you have to go after because that's where it was published. That, right. that legally, exactly. that's who you would have to yeah, go ultimately after. you're responsible because he works for him. He's an employee of him. Obviously, he had editorial power. This did not see and like there was not a single editor, I, I hope. Smoke. That looked mm-hmm. at this and was just like, yeah, this is good enough for me. Well, let's just go with this. It was like the ramblings of a man who's just like, I, it was like he was high on something. And that's what I said. Mm-hmm. I'm like, this sounds like he's on mushrooms. What the hell is he talking about? Mm-hmm. And if you, and if you're me and you had no idea who Defango was going into this, you're reading this, you're like, what the fuck is this guy even talking about? This is madness. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, watch out. Black SUV is going to be outside your house, bro. <laughs> Black SUVs. That part, I'm like, what the fuck right. is this guy talking about? Yeah. yeah. You know. And like, who, whose house were they outside of? Like, wh- where was this at? What's jurisdiction? Like, was there police reports? Like, the fact that you do this and there's no backing whatsoever. Like, you can't just publish this stuff. And say like, oh, it's it's the gang stalker. Like what? Like yeah. that's what? a new name for me right there. I the mean, ga- I'm, like, I'm, that I'm is making shirts. The gang you should okay. make some shirts. That's a great um, <laughs> branding opportunity right there. Gang stalker. Mm-hmm. Definitely gonna name. grift hard on that, dude. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. You best believe. I, mean, I would. Although I, mean, I gotta before- figure out, am I gonna do it on Gilladin or Bella? You know, what do people like more? Because if, I mean, if, if I'm Tim, I'm bringing this guy into my office and just reaming him out. I mean, how can you not? This this is your livelihood, Tim. This is, I, you built this. You built this company. You're a self-made man. You're the American. I mean, the, the American dream. You're a millionaire now. You're living the life. And then this guy is compromising all of that. Who you trusted? Never again. Mm-hmm. Yeah, why don't. why punch down in such a heinous fashion? That's the thing that I don't get. Like Temple, you got like 1.5 or something like that million subscribers. You got so many people. We're the same age, yet some for some reason you're afraid of me, this little guy <laughs> or whatever. Yeah. You're talking about PR bots and stuff. And then I told people you were talking about me. Nobody wanted to believe it. Now it's like, yeah, they were talking about me. So, you know, I don't understand how I'm living rep free in this dude's head because, like, I only made some funny ass thumbnails associated with all this. Like, you know, have I ever gone that far? No. Like, I was mm-hmm. literally a Tim Pool subscriber. I have his, you know, subscription you to his, like, show and stuff. Like, I enjoy I, I followed him since Occupy Wall Street. Yeah, I followed him for a long time. Yeah, we know you who know? he is. I hope this yeah. is a wake up call because he seems to be having a bit of a mental breakdown, quite frankly, on Twitter about quitting and this and that. It's like it, I think this is the first time he has really overcome or had to deal with his own fans turning on him like this. And he's not handling it. He needs like a PR well, guy. Well, part of me, though, I'm not going to lie. Yeah, you should when, hire should, me. Should, should I retire? Should I retire? Yeah. Part of me, I looked at that and I was like, "No, don't retire, please don't. We love you." That's what that. That's was. like that's like me going to my mom in like seventh grade and being like, "Mom, should I quit dance class?" And she's like, "No, don't do it. You're so good." Like that. That's immediately I what I thought of. Don't yeah. You dare. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Like I just looked at that and I was like, "Come on, dude. Really? Like, how old are we?" Like, should I retire? That's a, that's a personal decision that you make, like between you and your own like business. No, trying to be like Twitter Elon should tell you the whole "I respect the poll" thing. He got that from Elon. Like, should I, mean, I, you know, should I step down as CEO? That's literally where he got. Well, it from. did he? There because was... they, they told him that he should, and did he? Well, he said he's taking no. down one of his channels, but it's like the channel that he never uses. He's still going to do Timcast IRL. 
So <laughs> exactly, exactly. Okay, cool. He's lost like thirty thousand subscribers. I mean, he was at one point four five. Oh, wait a minute! Weekend. I thought that he. I don't care. I don't bow to the mob. I'm sorry. I don't care. Unsubscribe. What happened to that attitude? Yeah, I mean, well, oh. we can't see. We can't can we see be happy that I broke Tim Pool with just a few Griffcast IRL streams? Like that really <laughs> broke Tim Pool. Me wearing a beanie, doing the Griffcast IRL streams. You know. Oh, <laughs> do you got think? He, do you think he actually saw your streams and knows who you are? I mean, if he did it, I would be shocked, but I don't think he actually saw my stuff. Maybe somebody yeah. showed him a screenshot or something, you know. Look at what these guys are doing. Why, now, why do you think in his story he didn't say your name? Why not uh, say your name? Well, obvious reason would be defamation clauses, but he says very plainly in the stories he doesn't want to yeah. add to my mystery or whatever. I think my, he's like, I don't want to get, I think he didn't want to lead people to you because then people might listen to you. Exactly. That's the real reason. And why. then they'd see me going over me and my buddy, uh, Gene going over his articles word by word and adding <laughs> yeah. commentary for yeah. like six hours, you know, just real grift and just a super hard grift. Like if yeah. you're a legitimate editor, you just say the word, just not going to mention him. Then you can't mention him. If you can't say his name, then you can't talk about him. Period. Exactly. exactly. And that's, that's where like at the end of this all, like, it's like, Oh wow. You're learning the internet. You're, you're learning the yes, internet. You're learning she's, she's learning the internet. You're learning the internet. Good job. When you don't name people, people are going to tell you who that is. When mm -hmm. you try to hide stuff, people are going to bring it up. You are, you're learning the internet, folks. We're here with you on this walk with you, except you're all of age to kind of learn the internet at this point. So like strap in folks. Yeah, the, uh, the internet is forever. Here's exactly. another picture. We, there is a picture oh, from oh. A, uh, this is a, that we have not. Uh, somebody sent me this a couple hours ago. It's from 2000, 2013. This is so she was, uh, she, she's been tagged in this picture on Instagram. She took the Instagram account down, but somebody found it. this is her hairdresser, uh, from 2013. Uh, she you goes, can see by, her comment right there. New well, Styles EMP. Oh, she's, oh, that's her account. That's her, that's her old account right there. Oh, it changed from that. her account that it just it's only changed its name once and that's the account right there so that's her oh, commenting so her? to that so like this is her oh, old account God. now she it's like a hairstyle thing she sold it to this guy apparently oh and then I there's see. another one that is curve dot model dot eliza that's also another one that's got a bunch of her modeling pictures and <laughs> this stuff is right it. in the middle this is 2013 this picture was taken this is mm -hmm. right during this uh the heart of the sex trafficking that was going on yeah if you uh, look where it says eliza's at eliza sipe right there like that's yeah. them tagging her but when she's commenting is the one just a little bit above that and oh, that's okay. Like that one should have said Eliza site, but when they change the name, it changes the name, right. you know, on the certain, right. Like but it you, doesn't change the tax. Right. Oh, <laughs> uh, like YouTube does the same thing. Okay. Wow. <laughs> it's just like shit like this is just going to keep coming up because exactly. this woman like, left a long trail behind her. And I don't know to the internet where you know everything I, has a trail. Good. You know good what? Job, uh, snail you know? trail with this one. But like, uh, I would oh. argue, I would argue with her. It's like, what she should have done from the beginning, the second Brittany Venti or whoever, uh, or you, Manuel, if you, that you put out like, uh, you know, the stuff about her, like she should have just gotten ahead of it and just said, look it. I, I was fucking like, she could have kept the sex traffic and lie going and be like, look it, I'm damaged goods. I'm fucked up. I, I, I will do anything for attention. Like I was on that video shaking my ass. Cause I have no self-esteem. 
and I would do anything for money. And like, it's embarrassing. And I would appreciate if, you know, I'm trying to change my life around. I'm trying to be this person now. I would appreciate if you took that down. Instead, she went the whole like censorship route and that people don't like that. You're not sympathetic when you do that. Mm -hmm. Well, and, and, and there's, there's also a difference between like censorship, like when somebody's actually harassing you versus like when somebody's just asked, asking a question uh-huh. there when like, for example, like a lot of YouTubers, like will will deal with harassment from people. Like, for example, like if there's like, you know, clip channels or if there's like people that are like, you know, or people on Twitter that like want to keep harassing you, that's one thing. But when it's just one question of like, hey, what are these pictures? You know, then it's like you immediately shut that account down. Immediately. Immediately. Yeah. Not even a not big even account, too. like a big account that people yeah. are going to notice. People are going to notice that. Right. Not silencing some guy with five followers, you know, like you're kind of right. a woman with influence who can go on YouTube and tell the world about it. Right. It's not Joe 9026148. Right. Right. This right, is. Right. This is Brittany Venti, like a 200 plus follow, 200, 200 K followers. Okay. Mm, yep. And you shut that account down. It's like, okay, like what else is bitch, this bitch hiding, you know? Yep. And, and, and you open up a treasure trove of, of what's going on, mm. you know, like, and, and that's where I, I will say like on YouTube, for example, like there's a difference between like, for example, like I have, I have a couple of clip channels that like are like, hate I hate Farron channels. And I'm like, oh, uh, no. fine. You, you want to copyright me, bitch? Like, you, you want to test me? I'll copyright your ass. I'll copyright your ass. I give a shit. You know, like, you want to, you want to, you know, slow down my video to make me, make it seem like I'm drunk. Like, mm, copyright, mm, copyright, you know? Right, right. That's one thing. But it's another thing when it's like, if they were to pull up, like, pictures of me dancing for the Chicago Bulls in a bra and underwear, I'm like, well, I wasn't trafficked. And that wasn't true. There, and there I am. Yep. That's it. You just got to own it. You know, it's not put it out there, world. but also I'm not like embarrassed of it. But if I was if, if, in a perfect world in Eliza, in Eliza's utopia, if I was, Oh, a- you don't want to go to Eliza's utopia. Doesn't well, sound safe. Doesn't sound safe. If it's I wasn't in Eliza's utopia, if I was embarrassed by it, I would say, Hey, Brittany, like that's when I was being trafficked. I was going through a lot. Can you please remove the video or remove the images just because whatever, you know? And mm. it's one of these things where Brittany's not a bitch. She'd be like, all right, fine. Like, not a problem. Because Brittany's also a anti-human trafficking advocate. She's very anti-porn. Yeah, I've, I've never heard very, of Brittany before this. Oh, she's anti-porn altogether? She's anti-porn, anti-OnlyFans, like anti, because she says like, that's where a lot of human trafficking happens. So and, that's her. I mean, is she ever? Does she, is her channel like a gossip channel? I went back and looked at older videos, and there's some of her like eating out and not like that eating at a restaurant, uh, and just you know, just girl talk. It's like girl builds table and shit. It's like, like is that her? What her content is? I think she 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 started as a Twitch streamer, and then she just kind of started just like commenting on like you know the world. And um, I see. Please get those photos of Farron in a bra. 
Um, they're on my channel. Go for it. Um, they're literally on I my think channel. They, mean it, they think you're hot. You're getting a lot of positive <laughs> comments. That's it's a complimentary right. thing. Hey, right. by the way, quick, quick, uh, a quick grifting break, real quick. I uh, got a couple donos to read here. We got five bucks from Jay. He says sorry, Cash App didn't allow enough characters recommendations. Make these live videos into podcast form. They are, guys. Check out the um. The info below in the description. Um, Rumble doesn't have uh, chat, so when you make the permanent switch, we need alternative. Uh, Shane Cashman is not a journalist. He's a writer, and there's a big difference. Well, thank you very much, Jay. We got another dono here from Turtle Cadet, sending 75 bucks. Thank you, Turtle Cadet. He says, I don't have any smart quips. Turtle Rider Strong, at a baby. Thank you very much. Uh, we got another one here, one more from Scott Starboard, uh, sends uh, $5, and he says, Here's a little something towards the freestyle. So thank you very much. We did get to the freestyle. Uh, if you guys would just give me one more, don't go anywhere. I get a, I do a freestyle no, once, once I get to the donuts. We got an Eliza Blue freestyle, guys. We're going to do right now. Um, and uh, then we'll go back to the conversation. Time for the freestyle. Let's do it. Give me one sec. Change the mic setting here. It's been in my head the whole show, too. Okay. You should get on Rumble, bro. We are on Rumble. We're on Rumble right now, actually. Um, we're live streaming at the same time, but it's just, you know, getting people over there. Okay. Let's do it in one sec. All right. Let me know if you guys can hear this, um, audio turtle riders out there. Can you guys hear that? Okay. Hopefully. Yeah. Okay, cool. Oh yeah. Get it. Yeah, 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 yeah. This crazy bitch, Eliza Blue. She never said nothing true. But she be making dudes horny. So she makes up a horny. Elizabeth Mortland grew up on the farm. Don't like milk and cows, so she turned on the charm. Says she went to Cali for fortune and fame, but all she came back with was a new name. She can't really sing, she can't really dance, but she could blow the dude from my chemical romance. Did some nasty shit and got kind of graphic. Felt a lot of shame, called it sex traffic. Cut her hair short so it's easy to convince. Like the white knee along from the Fresh Prince. Told so many lies, couldn't keep him straight. Knew that she was bullshit right from the great Eliza Blue. Thought she got a breakthrough. She really want to be famous. But she just an ignoramus. Couldn't find Dana Carvey. So she settled for Steve Harvey. She be saying dude hit her. Now this whole on Twitter. Says that she a victim but she ain't naming names. Took it in a five hole like the Calgary Flames. How you got trafficked if you ain't got a pimp? I guess it don't matter because Shane is a simp. For a survivor, your story's bizarre. With your ghetto-ass booty on the world star. Talking all urban, but you just a D-lister. Fuck you think you is. An honorary sister? A little Googling revealed your whole past. But I can come out and tell you, because I don't work for Tim Cast. Said she opened up Humanity House. Shit's about as real as Mickey House Eliza Blue. This bitch is almost 42. Telling lies like Tom Sawyer. So she had to get a lawyer. Bitch's story's always shifting. Cause she be doing lots of grifting. Better get a four-leaf clover. Cause your grifting days are over. Oh. Ah. Ah.
right, good. We're good. All right. So there's the freestyle, folks. You paid for it. You got it. All right. Uh, uh, Did you like it? Did I do okay? Uh, some yes. fire, fire rhymes, bro. Fire rhymes. I, I feel like I feel like you need like a female. Like, Eliza Blue. <laughs> Eliza Blue. What you gonna do? Ooh, Eliza uh, Blue. Like you like you're like that like that girl in the in, the, in the middle, you know? Yeah, it's like I want to listen to that song. It's like wow, ja Rule does the singing at first, and then a woman comes in at the end. It kind of takes over. That, the woman is me, buddy. That's oh, that's the woman. You, next time, next time, <laughs> next time. Okay, um, so we didn't have time to get to the Monica Kansas Grand stuff, guys. Tonight, that's cool. We'll get there. We did a whole show on her Tuesday. Mm -hmm. Do you guys know Monica? I know you guys are probably new to my content. Do you know who Monica Cannon Grant is? Mm, that doesn't sound familiar to me. Sounds oh, familiar to me. She, so she's a, a a Black Lives Matter activist from Boston. Who? Oh, this um, one, yes, I watched yeah, this other night. Mm. Yeah, I've been exposing her uh, nonstop. Monica, uh, yeah, she actually, got it. like mm -hmm. she's facing eighteen federal indictments for basically bilking the taxpayers, or not taxpayers, donors who donated to her BLM cause, and for somehow she got invited to speak at a high school in in, in Massachusetts, and so it's been we've been covering that story a lot this week, but. Okay. Right. You guys where, where where was the um where she told the the high school students that um even though the the government was against her in her um indictments that she was still going to be a strong black woman and fight against it because because they killed martin they luther were... king she's like they killed martin luther king and they're coming for me it's like she compared herself to that so like all these kids left there like wow this woman's a modern day martin luther king and meanwhile she forgot to mention like oh yeah there's 18 federal like the, the federal government has a 99.6 percent conviction rate i'm going to jail for 10 yeah. years i'm completely guilty and I've also like on tape threatened to murder a black woman running for Congress named Rayla Campbell, who ran against Diana Presley and said that she, because her husband is white, that she rides. Do like, not mention that for. during the school assembly, please. Yes, it's please. It's about Black Lives Matter, please. Yeah, she, she left How that part you? out. You left that part How out. How dare you? Luckily. So. <laughs> All right. Um, you guys you? have any comments uh, for Farron or... Um, uh. Why am I drawing a blank? Defango. What do you want to be called? Oh, uh, you can just call me Defango. That's easy. Defango. Okay. All right. Okay. You means mud, by the way. That means mud. All right. Is that Spanish? Uh, Portuguese. Portuguese. Okay. Excellent. Is that what you are? Are you Portuguese? No, no, no. I just thought it was funny. <laughs> okay. All right. <laughs> all right. Um, do you guys have any questions? Fire away if you do. Um, let's see. For for any of them, you got you got them here. Uh, if you mm -hmm. want to want to ask them anything, feel free to go away. People like I do. I do suck at singing. That, it, the, the guys, for, just to be clear, the the freestyle. I'm not actually a rapper. It's parody. I don't. I'm not pursuing a career. I'm 41 years old. I'm Eliza Blue's age. You know, I can't go whoring myself around for 150 grand or go into a rap career. So don't worry though. The yeah. singing might change if we were able to fix it. Don't. Worry. Yes, we might. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> we might be able to change it. Yeah. If you had auto tune, you would be fire. And and you know you, you know, auto tune. <laughs> yeah, you know, you mentioned Rumble. It's like I do have Rumble. The problem is getting people to just create. It's hard to get, I mean, to people to go to a new site. It is. It's a lot of work. Yeah, yeah it took me like six you know. months to get on there, but now Although I'm streaming on there. Not, though. Mm -hmm. I mean, I only have like 150 followers on Rumble for Griffcast, but we're getting a lot of folks. We're getting a lot you, of folks. Mm -hmm. I don't know what this question. Are you QAnon? Did they accuse you of being QAnon in the article? They accused me of being QAnon, but that's not exactly what I said. I said oh. that I worked with the people 
to create the idea and then gave it to a couple of individuals to actually do it. So no, I never posted as QAnon, but I actually helped game plan like the entire idea and the reasoning behind why doing it, because it was meant to basically track disinformation across the internet. QAnon was. Yeah. And I think we did a pretty good job. I still don't even like people all because I'm right wing. They're always bringing up QAnon. You must be QAnon. I'm like, I don't even know what that is. If I am QAnon, I don't know. No one told well, me. Like the the left has <laughs> taken QAnon and they've applied every conspiracy theory right. to it. So it's like, oh, lizard people, QAnon, and it's like, oh no, that was David Ike, right? Like it, it it sucks that they've tried to apply that to everything out there. But in reality, if you look at what QAnon was, it kind of shows you exactly how a psychological operation will operate and in the hopes of you being able to steal yourself against ever being, you know, involved with something like that, because it is very easy to get people to trust in some simple information if it fits their already preconceived notions. And that's basically why QAnon got so successful is because a lot of people wanted to see Hillary Clinton go into jail. So seeing that's something true. like that kind of confirmation bias, it sets people into acceleration, even if it's not true. It shows you that, you know, people are easily manipulatable. And how is that any different than like what they were doing with the Russiagate hoax or, you know, insert any other conspiracy that's come up over the years? It's also uh, like, you know, January 6th, like that now, yes. like anytime if 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 a kid, if a white kid beats up uh, another kid in school, he is January 6th. January 6th like, inspired January 6th. it. January 6th inspired it. Yeah. yeah or, or, or if high school students descend on the principal and say, Hey, we don't want to have to take the, uh, you know, thing that you have to put in your arm. January 6th, January 6th, you know? did it January 6th. Yeah. My, mind you, mind you folks like mm, testing, testing, um, in 2013, the United States, particularly led by the Democrats, like Nancy Pelosi, Chuck Schumer, all of them descended upon Ukraine and helped bring about the Maidan coup in Ukraine, where they actually blew up a freaking government building to take over the government in Ukraine from the Russian leaning president to bring it over to a Western leaning president wow. and made it to where it was like, mm, that's not a coup. Even though we were handing out Nancy Pelosi and all of them were handing out cookies to everybody saying, yeah, overthrow the well, government. Well, coups are okay. When, the coups are okay as long as they're democracy coups. I was going to say, <laughs> shut your mouth in the name of democracy, yeah. mind yeah, you. Yeah, exactly. And then, and then also, um, it's okay when they're going over against Bolsonaro down in Brazil, like literally two weeks ago, because he was a Trump supporter and he liked Trump so much. But hey, they're literally going through like the government and like torching stuff. But that's. That's not a coup. That's just people being violent. But right. what we experienced was a violent coup where we almost lost this close, democracy. This close. Viking man was that close to getting the nuclear codes. It was a wrap, man. He's like, exactly. they're about to get it. They were at Nancy's desk. She oh. left all the codes right on the desk for crying out loud. Andy, no update. No, I got nothing on Andy. No. Andy, no, like, uh. Uh, ha has stolen so many stories from me. I I'll send you the link. This guy, it's like I used to look up to Andy No, and like it, Twitter he, pig extraordinaire. That guy is. We 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 collaborated in a story a couple of years ago that he got that he learned from me in Massachusetts. It involved Monica Cannon Grant and this sixteen-year-old uh, girl who committed suicide, and they Monica said that she was lynched by five white teenagers, and it was a huge hoax. It was a huge lie, and I covered it, and, and Andy got interest in it, and so 
he wanted to write about it. And so I worked with him behind the scenes. We, I, I published all our messages uh, for like three months and I got him in touch with the family and he was having trouble doing it. I did all the work for him. He publishes a story in the New York post about it. Doesn't mention me, link me or anything. And I'm just like, um, and he sends it to me like, Oh, look at it. It's up. I'm like, but I'm not in it. Yeah. And I'm like, you couldn't even tweet me about it or anything like that. And now he's blocked me. So that's Andy. No, I have no respect. And, and let me tell you, first of all, I love the person in the chat that said fair and kind of reminds me of Nancy Grace because in oh, whole... that, what did okay. Cassandra call you? Okay. Cassandra <laughs> called me the dollar store, the dollar store, Nancy Grace, which I would have, I would have also accepted target or Marshall's home goods. Um, Cause I don't feel like I'm like, dollar store at this point um but here's my thing is that i have seen more and more um in just the youtube sphere and i and i'm sure the three of us could understand this and this is like my biggest kind of gripe that i that i've been kind of wrapping my head around is that in journalism okay when i would have to go i i was a news anchor for 15 plus years when i would have to go show a video or a quote or anything, I consistently had to quote somebody or credit somebody for a video for anything. And while I appreciate fair use where people can just like throw something out there and be like, oh, like, well, fair use. You also see there's a lot of people that will take things that you've researched or that you've done yourself, put it out there and be like, look what I found. And it's like, wait a minute. Tell me about a little shit. I'm the one that found that. Yeah. I'm the one that did that. Where the hell is my credit? And when it comes to the internet, no, 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 no. They don't believe in that. So I will say this. When you see the very, very large creators that don't have any journalism to their name, I'm telling you right now, they stole it from somebody. Mm, they oh, yeah. literally stole it from someone and have passed it off as their own research. Um, their research was going through Twitter and pulling from other people and acting like they did it themselves or not even them, probably most likely like their producers. Uh, because that's what I'm seeing lately. Like, for example, like, and, and, and granted, yes, I will give this, Candace Owen picked Candace Owens picked up the Eliza Blue thing. However, um, she did mention Defango. However, she didn't mention she okay. also mentioned Blair White, who also picked up every other freaking part. Right. That's what because that's that what you, once, you get, once you get big, I feel like it's like they, they run in a click. They will only cite people who are on right. their feel Blair like. White did not fucking pick up I, any I read, of these bullets herself. Give I read, me a break. I read that. I, I listened to uh, Candace's whole thing, and I'm not going to lie. It sounds like a complete regurgitation of my initial Twitter thread about um, Eliza that I posted a week ago. That by the way, you me. did not. You didn't credit me for the uh, audio that I did. I didn't know where that. the fuck this shit came from. This shit's out there. I apologize. I totally credit you. That was you're, you're a fantastic reporter. I just I just learned about you this just, week. Just call you're me beautiful here. once, and it'll all be okay. You're, oh, you're definitely beautiful. Not, all uh, right, we're you're, good. You're much more. I would. You're like a, a, You're at least the Coles. You're at least the Coles, Nancy Grace. On right? a scale of one to ten, how 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 much of a ten am I? Uh, ten and a half. Perfect. Then okay, all, all is well. All is well. I'll I'll I'm let it go. Somewhere. I'm getting somewhere. Okay. <laughs> 
I'm um, kidding. Uh, so I'm kidding. What you, you are forgiven. But, you're, but you're, what I'm saying though is, is yeah. you you understand though, like where that like these people will take their your stuff and be like, look what I found, and you're like, mm-hmm. wait a minute, it are you are lot. you kidding me? Are you it kidding happens me? A lot. It happens a lot. You know, yeah. With these people. Like, I just don't get it. Like, I feel like they, Matt Walsh is the same way. It's like they once because the, he's self-made, too. He's just the guy who literally started a blog. And I love mm-hmm. that. I think it's the American spirit. But right. then they get so big and it's like they they forget where they came from. They only interact with other blue check marks. It's just like and, and Tim has gone the same way. It's like mm-hmm. even when I was there with Tim, it's like he was like I, Ian was so nice. He was like the nicest fucking guy I've ever met. And so was uh, Hank Claire. It's like I didn't have that connection with Tim when I was there. It was not personal. Like it wasn't. It was just kind of like you know, like you're just the latest guest I'm having on here. Whereas the other two really wanted to get to know you. It was cool. Um, mm-hmm. But who do you guys like in the Super Bowl? You guys watch football? Who's in it? Uh, Eagles Chiefs. <gasps> Come on, dude. Fly Eagles, fly. Fly. And where are you from, Farron? I don't even know. I'm from Chicago. Okay. Um, so you- but but I'm but but I'm a diehard Colts fan because the. the I was born in 86, so I have no allegiance to the 85 Bears. However, um, here's my pick. Ladies and gentlemen, Rihanna. That's oh, is she singing? Is she the halftime yes. singer? I don't even yes. know. I got She's so, definitely going to win. I drove, like, before this show started, um, I was watching you guys. I was in Connecticut. I live, like, 30 minutes from Connecticut, and we don't have gambling in Massachusetts. So we literally have to drive to a freaking Dunkin' Donuts parking lot in Connecticut and just sit there and do all my bets. Cause it's the only way to, I hate both these teams. I'm going to go. Sound for the, like fu- you sound like fucking KCF, like in the fucking SNL fucking. Duncan, isn't that, fucking Duncan, no, I'm not that bad. Duncan, it, gets a, it gets a lot worse. It gets a lot worse up here. Let me tell you. <laughs> I but, will say uh, fuck Starbucks, Dunkin donuts. I love Oh, I, Oh, it's way better. It's way better. Totally. <laughs> way better. But you got to put in your own cream and sugar. Cause they will put way too much in there. If you let oh, them God. You like, yeah, you gotta like bring your own cream. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I, I like the Eagles. Um, I mean, I, I hate Eagles fans. I, I don't want them to be happy. I don't think they deserve to be happy. But at the same time, we're Patriots hardos up here. So my number oh, one concern. Yeah. So yeah, they're Colts. <laughs> when he's doing just a Colts, I'm like, get out of my face. But uh, our, my number one concern. <laughs> sorry. Sorry. My number one concern is making sure that Tom Brady's legacy is never, <laughs> ever challenged. So I want Patrick Mahomes to lose. I view him as a bigger threat than Tom Brady. God, I'm gonna fucking have a stroke. Oh, Peyton Manning sucks, God. by the way. Oh, yeah, okay. Yeah, you're gonna. What show? Be our first casualty. Why did my producers vet the host? Oh yeah. God. Oh yeah. God. Well, it's yeah, okay. Um, I don't really God. care about football, but like you know. Yeah, well, I hung out with some Eagles fans one time. Those guys are pretty fun. They're pretty wild. They're pretty wild. Yeah, they, they have songs and shit. They all wear jerseys together. <laughs> they, do. they do have a song. They do have a song. I, did, I just that. got drunk, man. I was, I was, it was a good time. I was all like, man, I don't even know what's going on. I'm definitely oh, going They're going to kick a, full, a field goal. Patrick, Patrick Mahomes' girlfriend or wife now, I guess, whatever. I don't know if you've seen her. She is the most insufferable human being on earth. And so I just yeah, want him to lose for that. I want him. I want him to lose for that. I'm like, you could have any chick in the world you want. You chose this horrible woman. You deserve to lose for that. I like Jalen Hurts going for him. Um, <laughs> yeah, that's just my thoughts. Right. Um, but yeah, um, I, I, I will give you Tom Brady, but uh, the Patriot. Uh, I can't even say it. Uh, oh six, God, six six rings. Oh, you know who else? You know who else got six? The, the, the Chicago, Bulls, Chicago, Chicago Bulls. The Chicago Bulls. Do I 
love the Bulls. I grew up with the Bulls. I grew up. I mean, I love the Bulls. Yeah, exactly. Jordan guy. You know, it's like like with the whole LeBron Jordan thing. I'm a Jordan guy. So. Oh, thank. Okay, at least thank you because when I saw this LeBron shit, where it was like, oh my god, like greatest of all time. I was like, all right, all right, all right. Stop. Simmer down now. Simmer down. Stop it. Right. Shut your mouth. Shut your mouth. You know. Yeah. But. No, but I mean, when it comes to the Patriots, though, oh, yeah, that's I just took be a tough one for me. I, I mean, I I will say this: I we're respect, not going to be good for a while. So don't worry. About I, it. I respect, however, explain to fake Deflate Gate, explain it because we won that game forty-five to seven. Forty-five to seven. It's the most overrated fake scandal of all time. We beat the Colts forty-five you to seven. You wanted forty-five to seven because you fucking cheated. <laughs> oh, because of the fucking ball was the ball like? Oh yeah, we lost that. That's why we won forty-five to seven. That's why we ran the ball down their throats because for some reason the fucking ball makes you faster if it has slightly less psi. It was just the the most. I I was on insane. That's like when I first started tell the blog. Tell me lies, tell me sweet little lies. Don't get me started. Talk about conspiracy. Hey, I hey. will go off on that one. Mm-hmm. We, we don't need to go there. We're getting along. We don't need to go Sir, there. I, I will tell you this. I, I will tell His you one was thing. Puked or whatever. That was before weird. before I got into politics. Okay, I was a sports anchor or a, a sports reporter. I was the Notre Dame sideline reporter. Oh, go Irish! I, my Be parents great. met at Notre Dame. I, all of my brothers and sisters except me went there. So, so what happened? I went to state school. I went to UMass. I didn't want to go that far. It's like it's like fourteen hours from here. Like UMass was one hour away. Love UMass, but all my brothers like I don't know. It's plus it's like the Catholic school thing. It's like seemed like a lot of rules. I wasn't into rules. In there college. was no rules. I guarantee you. There was some <laughs> I mean, stuff. Was like was, my, my whole family went there. They, they there's no rules. The co-ed dorms. You know, the are the non co-ed dorms. It is just like yeah. I went to Purdue, which obviously is the smartest. Oh, did you? You're a boiler maker. Is it? I am toot toot boiler up. Number Um, one in the country in basketball right now, by the way. Number one. I mean, like, tell me that again, please. Um, (laughs) (laughs) but no, like we we didn't have co-ed dorms either. And well, that's also an Indiana thing, you know. But like you didn't have co-ed dorms, really? No. Interesting. No, by the way, Indiana. What are your socials? Father, drop your socials, by the way. Hell no. Well, uh, drop. What are your socials, by the way? Twitter, um, so people can follow you if they want. You can follow me on Twitter at Defango or at Griffcast IRL. Same thing on YouTube, just Griffcast IRL. <laughs> that is the great name, name, right? I mean, it's gonna stay. I mean, oh me and my God. co-hosts, we like it. I mean, yeah. we like money now, so you know, we're yeah. just. We're just like pay us now, dude, and that's what we do during the oh. show, man. We sit there, we sell products, <laughs> we talk about the news for like twenty minutes, and then we're just like, "Yo, send super chats." And if somebody says one, we stop everything. Don't care what somebody's talking about, and then we just uh, focus yeah. on so the super fucking shit. annoying. By the way, it's so fucking annoying. It's annoying what to her. Is? We love. I love uh, it. I don't know about her. You gotta I respect it. man. The show came out one hundred percent about super chats, twenty percent about news. I will Even say this. Tim- Earlier tonight, I I was in like deep thought and like three or four times during my deep thought, people literally super chatted to get me out of my deep thought because they stop immediately for a fucking super chat. So I'm like, I'm like, you know, like, here's the way that I feel about this. And it's like, oh, super chat. And you're like, all right, read the super chat. And then you're like, all right. So like, here I am, you know, let's go back to my, you know, 
my deep thought, you know, as, as I'm looking at all of this, you know, here's kind of like the way that I think and the way that I kind of think is, and it's, you can never get a thought through because it's a freaking super chat and they stop for it and they know what they're doing. Oh, speaking of, speaking of 10, we got to stop. We got a turtle chat here. We, we can't do um, super chats because I had the wrong opinions about the vaccine mandate. So now we do turtle chats. We built our own. Thank you. Frank sends $10. He says your show has come a long way. Keep up the good work at exposing all the corruption and power. We'll do, sir. We'll do it. Thank you very much, Frank. So there's my mm. grift right there. I love That's how perfect. you can just laughed about it now. It's just like any money. Cash people, this who man. Have, people who make money are somehow grifting now. It's just like, I don't get it. I, what is the well, difference between a grift and just honest that's, don't, donations? That's What's the thing the is that w- what the whole idea was is that, you know, like we don't really know Wait, what a second. grift is. Everyone is making money online and yeah. trying to like earn a living doing their content. It's just like how straight up you are about like what your grift is. And I think mm. that what we've shown with Griftcast is that if you're straight up about what you're about, mm-hmm. people seem to be a lot more generous because like I was doing the same thing like for many, very many years. And, you know, I had pretty popular streams like at my heyday, I'd get like 500, maybe a thousand people sometimes. And ultimately I never asked for money ever. Right. So I didn't have the revenue, so I couldn't ever do this full time. But like, if I just keep doing what I'm doing now, it seems like it might be pretty easy because, you know, like it is a job. We are working. We're trying You're to right. make sure that it's there. So if people I want to show people money. what my level of grift is. And if people are willing to throw me money, then I'm going to focus on that shit. Don't really care, you know, who's talking or what's on the screen at that point, because like it's just crazy to me how this is working out. And I mean, we've had an increase in revenue. The things like it doesn't even go over nine, nine, nine percent, but it's over that. And by the speaking of Griff, thank you. Uh, Carl Dennis lively sends on the cash app. I'm banned from PayPal. So I have to use the bootleg cash app. Uh, $25. <laughs> it says for keep the articles coming. I will do Carl. Uh, I really appreciate that, sir. Keep, thanks for the, Wait, you're not monetized. Uh, I was, and then we got banned. We can't use it. So, um, and not only Are that I'm serious? banned, I'm banned permanently from using PayPal. I can't use GoFundMe. Um, I'm like, I, 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 people, I've been, I'm the most censored man before I've been censored before Alex Jones did. I made censorship cool. Like before it was trendy to get censored as a conservative, I've been censored. Like, so like PayPal, the best was PayPal. Like three years ago, uh, I got a notification that I just can't use PayPal anymore. And so I called them, I got them on the phone and they're like, I'm like, so can you tell me what I did wrong? And they're like, no, we can't tell you because if we tell you, then you might start a new account and you might follow the rules. And I'm like, so you don't want me to follow the rules? I don't even know what rule I broke. I don't know. Basically, I had a PayPal link on my website and they probably just didn't like the content on the website. And they're like, this is hate speech or whatever. And so, but it is what it is. Like Google takes like 40% of yeah. the donors. Like it's kind of a blessing in disguise to get demonetized. Well, have you looked into Streamlabs? Yeah, but you need Pay- PayPal for Streamlabs. That's right, you do. Yeah, exactly. I did look into Streamlabs, but you need PayPal. I'm like, fuck. But, okay, yeah, wait, even wait that was Stream Elements too. So, how long ago was this that you were demonetized? Uh, eight. Well, when Biden gave his speech about in August of 2021, I remember it well. He gave his speech about like where our patience is growing thin with you people who won't get the jab. That one, I lost it on Biden that night, and I did a whole stream about it. And next thing you know, I'm banned. I can't use it. And it wasn't even like anti-vax or anything like that. I'm just like, don't fucking tell me what to do. Stop yelling at me, you old man. Calm down. And like, I was gonna get it. I I didn't get the jab. I, I, I'm one of those guys who just would have done it. Like if you came and it was like right over there 
I'd be like, fine, fuck it. I'll do it. Yeah, sure. But the second they told me like our patients wearing thin, I'm like, well then fuck you. Then I'm never getting it. That was my theory. You know, you made me not want to get it. Now, if it was at a Dunkin' Donuts, would have you would you have gotten it? If they offered me a free coffee, definitely with a hundred percent. What if, if they gave you a- like a free bet parlay or something like that? Oh, it would have. I would have been the first in line, man. I would got you give me the boosters. <laughs> yeah, give me all of them. <laughs> if if they like, would have offered it, it, me up, bro. If they would have offered it at Foxborough at the Patriot Stadium, where it was like <laughs> at, at like at like one point where you had to get like the regular jab, and then you had to walk all the way to the other side, and then you get the booster. Would you have gotten both? For season tickets, I would fucking get all of them. This fucking guy. This, 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 this fucking guy. This fucking guy. Yeah, yeah. How about seriously? I'm like, because I'm like, what do I give a shit? I'm like, I'm not afraid of COVID and I'm not afraid of the vaccine. That's the way I looked at it. I'm afraid of neither of them. A lot of people on the right tell me that you should be afraid of the vaccine. It's going to kill you. I'm like, I I think I'll take my chance. I'll be okay. A lot of people on the left telling me I should be afraid of COVID. I'm not scared of either one. I'm I'm pretty I exercise I'm healthy I'm not worried about any of this shit, but now I'm just not getting out of out of spite. Like I'm not getting the vaccine out of spite at this point. Well, I I will tell you this. I was the the type. Well, now that I know that you're demonetized, who gives a shit? Yeah, exactly. Um, now I can say whatever you want. <laughs> now, now I can say whatever the hell I want. Yeah. Um, I I was very much against it, but then when work um at the time when I was at the the ne- the network that I was. Um, they wanted like all these, you know, you had to get like, you know, a, a three day test beforehand. And mind you, like we were we had split our teams into two. So it was like one came in one week, one came in the other week. It was the fucking flu, mind you. OK, like, you know, but I'm not a medical not, professional. Not. So like we're just we're clear, even though I come from a family of medical professionals. You know, the like, flu, like, you know, you have the flu. So it's not right. even the flu. <laughs> like, right. <it's> like... <laughs> Exactly. You know, um, no but no, so flu. so to like not have to deal with like the PCR test like every freaking Friday. And and mind you, we had to pay for them ourselves as well. So I was like, all right, I'll just I'll get I'll get it. They offered a two hundred dollar, you know, um bonus if you got it, which whatever. <laughs> um, but uh I got that and one booster, uh the way that it was supposed to be in the beginning. And my health has never been the same since. Um, really? I have no, absolutely not. Um, I have had a cough, as you've kind of I, heard we me. heard that didn't sound good. I have had a cough ever since I got the vac or the, the booster. Um, I have also um developed um like as far as sleeping, like snoring. Like I and I know this is kind of like weird. But like when you've been a really healthy athletic person and then all of a sudden like my mom comes to my rooms and she's like, you're, you're fucking snoring. And I'm like, what? And, wow. she, and I'm like, I was, I've never, I've never stored in my life, mom. Like what's, and she's like, I, what's wrong with you? And I'm like, I don't fucking know. You know, and, and mind you, an Italian mother looks at you like, what the hell are you, what drugs are you taking? And I'm like, I've done nothing. Like I've, I literally, I literally took the vaccine. Like I've done nothing. Um, but apparently, like it's like every every other time I go to sleep, apparently, because she she now like watches me like a freaking overlord. Um, or or at least when I was at home. Um, what's the other thing? Um uh I'm trying to think the other thing too. Oh, women, women will know this. Um, my period was off for like a good year. Really? Uh, yes. And it happened. I I'm I come from a family of six, six siblings. 
all three, there's three boys, three girls, all three of us, girls, all of us, all off the charts. Um, where are we, we went from, I've always had really bad periods, but like, is that a thing? I haven't heard about that anywhere. Is that a, oh, a thing? yes, it is. Yes. The cycles, the fucks with the cycles, huh? Oh, well, not, not so or much like, the cycles. Um, how, how bad it is. The flood. I, I, I've <laughs> always had a really, really bad period just cause I'm anemic, but like my two nice. sisters, my two older, my, my younger sister, my older sister never had a problem. But my younger sister, who like runs marathons, who's like super like, you know, blah, 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 blah. She was just like, it's off. She missed like two months. And wow. at one time she was like, is this the immaculate conception? Like, I was going to say, do you think on? she was pregnant? No, no. She had no boyfriend, nothing. She's like, is this the immaculate conception? And she's like, what's going on? Um, so they've talked about that. Um, Maybe she got sex trafficked. <laughs> <laughs> she was drugged. I don't know. Maybe she you know, doesn't remember it. Maybe she, was in a, maybe she was in a world star video. She doesn't remember being in. I, I feel bad for you. I didn't. Blue for the information. I've um, never gotten any jabs or boosters or anything. And mm -hmm. I was doing like, you know, in-person work going out to places. I had a letter from CISA that they said, do not stop this man. Do not ask this man for any type of, you know, anything. Just go do your job. So you know, you I, didn't even get, I never got vaccinated. It was hard in Massachusetts. Massachusetts, it was very hard to get by. Like a lot of people left uh, because, you know, you couldn't go into restaurants in Boston. Like you couldn't do anything. So I just didn't do it. I'm like, fuck it. I just won't go. I mean, I was actually giving out fake ID cards. I didn't give a shit. I got a PDF and it's like, because you're looking at this and you're like, they don't fucking know who's a doctor. You just sign it. It's like, not like they have every doctor's signature on a database. A lot of people felt like that was like, on principle, they're not doing it because like you're giving into the system. If you do the fake Vax ID thing, I'm like, I just don't mm -hmm. care. I'm like, I, I feel like I'm beating the system when I do that. So fuck them. Mm -hmm. That's my, you know? <laughs> yeah. No, I mean like I, I even say now I'm like, I'm like, don't do it. Like there's no reason. Um, because yeah, like, and, definitely and, not. And, and not even that, like ever since, Oh, the other thing too is like, um, I don't know if it is asthma, but, um, I have a constant cough ever since I, I, and this is, God, I got it in 2020. It's 2023. I've had a cough and you can even ask my YouTube channel. Like they've heard me have this cough for decades now. I'm not a smoker. Um, like nothing. I'm not a vapor, nothing. And there's times like where you guys even heard where I have to cough every once in a while. That's been ever since. Um, Granted, maybe it's, it's other, maybe I have to lose weight. I don't know. But like at the same time, like it's one of these things like where it's like, it's like, okay, well, why, you know, why? So, um, uh, yeah, yeah. I, 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 I do not, I'm not for it. Well, I, I hate to cut a uh, 35. Is that the, okay? Thank you for, well, I hate <laughs> to cut this short. This has been really fun, but I got to get going. This has been a fantastic stream. Thank you guys very much for uh, joining me. These I've learned a lot tonight um, about, I mean, thank you guys really. This is, uh, my audience enjoyed it meeting two new characters. So this is really good <laughs> stuff. Yeah. But uh, thank you again for joining us and we will see all you guys for the next episode of turtle boy live on Tuesday at nine. Peace turtle riders. Thanks Woo! for having me. Bye guys. Thanks for the grift.